0: Hello, beautiful people. It is Monday, May sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two, and this sports show shall begin now can't thank you enough for joining us on this glorious Monday. The weather has been fantastic in Indianapolis all weekend. A little bit of a a rain delay on uh, yesterday, I believe. Mm -hmm. But the sun has been shining. The heat has arrived. And times should be nothing short of spectacular, especially coming out of Game 7 weekend. Now, this weekend was packed to the gills with Game 7s, both in the NBA and the NHL. Quick recap, the NBA Game 7s, All blowouts. Mm Yeah, Dogs are dogs, and the losers were losers, and now there's, you know, some beef that was basically buried until next season, and some players, you know, stamped and put a flag down in Dogville, Mm -hmm. and others are drifting away into getting buried on sports media for the next week or two for (laughs) losing the Game 7s in the way that they did, which was absolute, you know, blowouts. Yeah. Embarrassing. Now, the NHL, on the other hand, their Game 7s were electrifying. woo couple of them went to overtime. Mm. And a good thing about this Game 7 weekend for the NHL and how great it was is it'll be the last time we talk about <laughs> hockey until next playoffs uh. because hockey is officially dead. dead in this office, which is a damn shame. Pittsburgh Penguins lose Game 7 against the Rangers after obviously having a lead not only in the series but in the game. They end up losing. Tristan Jari was back. Sidney Crosby was back. Malkin was playing. Latang was playing. All of our bests were there and playing, so there's literally no excuse. Coach Sully's been coaching since he won a Stanley Cup back-to-back with the Pittsburgh Penguins, so we've got a great coach, greatest player of all time, great characters, great cast of characters alongside, great goalie back in there, and we still lose Game 7 a game that matters, and for the Fourth straight year, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the greatest program in the history of hockey, are out in the first round. And now I have to look in the mirror and ask the tough questions. What the fuck <laughs> is going on with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Mm. Nick Marano, that team should win everything all the time, especially against that sorry-ass New York Rangers program. Okay, now the barn of Madison Square Garden was live.
1: Uh-huh. It, was. it was loud. Yeah.
0: It, was, it was awesome. But on the flip side, who cares? We're the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Sydney missed game six with a headache, they're saying. Now, hopefully we'll hear more after the season. This is kind of the time where we learn about all of the incredible injuries that the NHL players have been playing through. Because in hockey, they only describe it as an upper body injury or a lower body injury. And as soon as the season ends, it's like, hey, this guy actually had a broken radius and this and played through the back half of the season while skating, checking, and just battling through Hockey players are incredibly tough. Yeah. They said Sidney Crosby missed game six because of a headache. Is that what happened, Nick Morano? And is this Pittsburgh Penguins team officially done? Is the era that brought me so much happiness and so many woo, nights yeah. on the south side and north shore and out here in Indianapolis is this thing all over because they got new ownership in the middle of this last season new ownership normally likes to make things their own and this coach is going to get called and old Malkin's going to get called mm-hmm. Letang gets attacked Sidney <clears throat> Crosby obviously greatest of all time I'm going to be able to do whatever he wants hopefully but it feels like we continue to lose in the first round and I can't take it anymore my heart can't take it anymore Nick what the fuck happened yesterday and how do we lose that game
2: uh Pat. Simplest way to put it is they got goalied. Again, they controlled a lot of the play throughout the series. At five on five, they were the much better team. They lost the special teams battle, and they – They generated so many scoring chances. It was insurmountable, the scoring chances. They generated over what the Rangers did, but when you look at it, Chesterkin was the difference. He didn't play great in the two games in Pittsburgh, but he bounced back after that, made the stops he needed to, and kept the Rangers alive. Younger, faster team, they wanted it more in game seven, and they got it.
0: No, they didn't want it (laughs) more. We wanted it. We wanted it a lot. We wanted it bad. Yeah. My thing is, Tristan Jari early saw the puck. Yeah, I uh, did. Popped up in the air, snagged yeah, it. No big great. deal. Was had the dangles. He looked like mm-hmm. he was all the way back. Hadn't played in five weeks. How many weeks? Has it been? Four weeks. Yeah, a four month. weeks. Hadn't played in a month or whatever. A long time. Game seven, thrust him back in there. But he's a guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a guy. Got to mm-hmm. be a guy. Better than Dominguez. early was saying, I put a tweet. Definitely better than the main. The king. <laughs>
3: we seen that, <laughs> that on Friday. That guy <laughs> fucking kay? paddled up over his head into the fucking net. I was
0: I was trying to commentate on SmackDown, and what was showing up in my phone. Uh, the old King Domingue just giving up yeah. goals oh. that we have never seen before in hockey <laughs> oh. in professional level. Anyways, Tristan Jari, I put out a couple tweets. He's seen the puck. wall. here we go. He's got dangles. I thought I was putting in the universe good, positive vibes. Sure. Everybody was telling me I jinxed this guy. Is he stink? Is Tristan Jari stink, Nick? Whoa. Is this guy he stink? was an
2: all-star this year. His first game back, he's still, his ankle's still
0: broke. Oh, I hope he played well in the all-star game. <laughs> yeah. I hope that was fun in the three-on-three. <laughs> they got to figure it out. I would like to continue to talk about hockey because hockey playoffs a lot of fun. I think everybody that watched yeah. Game 7 weekend this past weekend would say, hockey's a blast because how oh, good yeah. the games are. We can't talk about it anymore. Nope. Damn shame. Las Vegas team, done. Yep. Boston Bruins, Game 7, done. And, I was hoping to go down and play against the X. Uh, right. 20,000 strong down here in Raleigh. I thought maybe the Pens would do it. But instead, whenever we have a, leave in, a lead in Game 7, okay, instead of just going 5-6 wide on the goal sure. for the rest of the game. Sure. Right. Just, let's go. Plug it up. You want wall. to build the wall. I want to build. Turn the skates sideways. Build, little, build little the wall. A little plie. Uh-huh. hmm Maybe take the hands behind because the wrists are exposed. Yeah. And just go six wide on that net for the last period and a half when we had
4: the lead. Good luck.
0: Boom. Good luck scoring against the wall. Hot. It's tough to beat somebody that never moves their back row. Bingo. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping we would do. That crossed my mind for a good four minutes after we got up 3-2. I'm like... All right. Build the wall. Stack up the net. Yeah. <laughs> maybe everybody on their force. Maybe on force. Oh. So they don't get as tired because it would be tough to sub, I think, if this was our strategy. Sure. But they, we should have.
2: The boys were laying out. They were blocking shots. They were putting their body on the line. Right. They were doing all things you need to do to win they except were, yeah. for – they were, they were, yeah taking a penalty in overtime. Can't do that. can't do it.
0: There's a lot of conversation about what should be a penalty, what shouldn't be a penalty, and when guys should be forced off the ice and when they shouldn't be forced off the ice and everything like that. And we'll talk to Tim Peel. Okay. Tim Peel reffed in the NHL for how long?
2: 20 years. Uh, Yep. 20 years. Long time.
0: Now, I'm not saying this guy's made every call a good call. This guy is not. Probably not. I don't think this guy's the genes territory of the NHL. I'm not 100% sure if he is no. known as the greatest ref in the history of NHL. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I should, But I do know 20 years in a league means you've been doing something, right? Yeah, that's right. This guy knows the game a little bit. He's been mic'd up before. We've heard him mic'd up before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He seems to have a great personality. I'm going to ask him about some things going on in the NHL that I'm not happy about. How did Sidney Crosby get that sheep shot that maybe it wasn't a concussion, I guess? <laughs> mm. How they not pause the series to make sure he comes back healthy and keep sure. that thing going? We'll talk to Tim Peel in the third hour. That'll be our last NHL talk. Yeah. Uh, at Boston, Connor, you yeah. had a weekend bachelor party over there in uh, Charleston. G- yeah. How was it? Did you run into Ian Rappaport? How was your weekend? No, I
5: didn't run into Rapsheet, and I was hoping that I would because I've been working on my forearms and I was going to give him a mean wedgie. But instead, we just kind of were at the beach. We were golfing a little bit. What year is it? Well, I mean, 2022. Giving Rapsheet a wedgie, and then you know, hey, come here, sheet wedgie. But no, instead, you know, watch the Bruins lose, unfortunately, like you mentioned. Uh, But then the Celtics, they delivered on Sunday. Thank God. Because if, you know, back-to-back, your experience in the one Game 7 loss... Back-to-back Game 7 losses for Boston would have been the end. Yeah, I
0: found it interesting that you guys were in South Carolina for this massive weekend for Boston. A lot of people from Boston you were with this weekend or no?
5: Uh, yeah, uh, actually I think everybody. How uh, was, was it? With... Pretty good?
0: Was it too much Boston? It was Boston a good time. Felt know, pretty good?
5: Definitely not too much Boston. It felt good to hear a couple other people say, you know, oh, this game's wicked sick and stuff like that. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Yeah, the wicked. Yeah, a little taste from home. Uh, got some Dunkin' Donuts. Don't get to do that often either. So, you know, it was an awesome time. I there's a Dunkin' Donuts right down the street. because too is Get two right. Dun-
0: <laughs> There's one right by my house as well. Yeah. So when you come into my house next time, go ahead and get Dunkin' Donut. Perfect.
5: I might have to get like the two-gallon box of iced coffee because it, it was great to have it again. But again, it's literally available yeah. right, right, here. right here. There's Look, two on Saturday
0: morning. Yeah, yeah actually good. me, me too, too, by the way. Yeah. Right. The so, East Coast cheese croissant sandwich. Oh, 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 so good. They de- definitely deliver an iced coffee.
5: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, but oh, yeah. It's right here in Indy. It's not the same coffee as they have on the East Coast. You did it in South Carolina?
0: Yeah. East you think South
5: Carolina Dunkin' Donut better than Indiana Dunkin'? It's pretty good. I mean, they're closer to, you know, New England, so I think they kind of get the Are residual. They? I think. I, I have no idea how the map works. <laughs> they're closer really. to the water, I'll give you that. Yeah, they're touching the Atlantic, so that, uh, that so means a lot. you're saying
0: because Duncan's coming via the ocean Bingo. delivery.
5: Yes, exactly. We get the ships uh, that come down from Boston, then they go, I think, into the Kiowa Island port. Happy you had a great weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. <laughs> it's
0: a shame the Bruins lost, though. Yeah, yeah. it is a
5: shame, but, it, you know, right back on that horse. we As soon as they lost, it was like, okay, boys, you know, we can't, you know, wall, wall- in our sorrows, if you will, we yeah. got to go on to the Celtics, because that's another Game 7, and now we're in the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Uh, Ty Schmidt, obviously you enjoyed the weekend, you enjoyed the, uh, we went golfing yesterday. We did go golfing. Ooh. We missed your presence on the show on Friday, and golfing. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I
5: missed you guys golfing. I mean, it looked as though you guys were hitting some bombs, making some puffs. That's pretty good goal. Yeah, yeah.
6: Not bad, and, and battled the elements. You couldn't really tell in the video you posted. It was raining hard the last, you know, probably three or four holes we were out there. Yeah, we thought we were getting a free round, ended up paying like four Four hundred bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, I right. got bamboozled a bit. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs>
0: expensive. Nine holes. That was it a very big. wow.
6: Big. A siren was forcing us off the last no hole. I was going
0: to golf anyway. It was no, a beautiful
6: no. course. Though. It was. Yeah. It and was those, a beautiful course. The carts. I mean, they. It, it, I mean, I don't know if they were Benz or like Rolls Royce carts, but boy, the seats in there were so comfortable. <laughs> so comfortable. I believe yours actually died midway yeah, out there. Died. But, but outside of that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was it was that nice of a golf <laughs> yeah. cart. Jesus, it was a good. Time. How fast How they
0: go? I don't know. it was it was raining so yeah i mean it was raining very hard the elements were i will say it was a beautiful course it was very nice Mm -hmm. had played there before we we'll play there again. We got invited to go play there by somebody that worked there for two weeks. Yep, I nice. guess we found out when we got there. Good dude. Good guy. Good dude. We ended up having to pay full price in a second. ran up the bill. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Good guy.
0: Thought we were playing for free. Did not know that. Then we got there. Well worth it, though. We are supplying a good
6: course. Yeah, it was a good yes. course. And you have to be pretty happy with how you played as well. I do feel good. Yeah. yeah, you
0: should. I do feel good. The net that Justin Thomas was potentially burying there. You know, at least I'm getting a repeatable stroke, I think. Yeah. I think that is a big deal. And just making solid contact. The putting green has really been a game changer for me. A lot more confidence stepping up behind a four or five footer. This was on nine while we're getting tornado oh. sirened off the course. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was when we would lead into paying for everything. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea, right? No, no. Was I the only one that wasn't expecting it? Oh, By the no. way, don't normally get free shit. Hate free shit yeah. because when you give free shit, always need to pay back people. Uh-huh. So I don't I, like somebody, anytime somebody offers me something free, by the way, never, ever, never do it because, like, all right, you're going to hold that over my head forever. Normally, how things go through my life, that's what I've experienced. So I don't even enjoy it.
6: No, I mean I went in there to buy a couple of balls, and usually that's when they you know charge you for the round, and they they made no mention. No
0: mention. So no, it's just like a private it club. wasn't until yeah, exactly. afterwards. It wasn't until very afterwards where we were charged. It was like oh got, my god. Nope, before like, you guys leave. We need to sell us. We need $400. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He's like, all right, sounds good. We would have played Steve's course. Yeah. Yeah. Would have played Steve's course. Although we did get a chance to play a very nice course. Yes. Uh, maybe that's the new thing we do. Maybe we travel around course to course. Ooh. We'll pay $400 to play. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, we'll pay $400 to play. <laughs> if you have a course, that is our max. We apologize. There'll be five of us. We would like to cruise around. We'll have some music and tunes mm-hmm. on. But we need to get ready for Tahoe, which I think yesterday did. So I appreciate you boys braving the elements out there. Gumpy obviously played yep. a great round. Oh, yeah. Boy, Gumpy on. was crushing it. That a baby Gumpy. Yeah, we got uh, muted. No. still muted.
7: Out. Hell of yeah. a round for the lot. It's always good to get out there. A
0: couple good bub lights out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we yeah. paid for those as well. Those are yeah. $6 yeah. bub light. Thank you
7: yeah. for those. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was,
0: that was actually Nick. Nick paid for yeah. the food. Thank you, Nick. That was
5: awesome. That was a wild scene. Yeah, sounds like you got that kid promoted though. I mean, as soon as yeah. you guys left, he's probably like, "Look what I just did! I just swindled these guys." They didn't out even of let us,
0: They didn't even let me pay for a tip for after the round. Like I would have.
5: They mm-hmm. probably would have got five
0: hundred dollars out of me if they were paying. You know what I mean? They probably yeah. would have got a good chance. there was only one signing part there, but what a moment! Yeah, the dude's listening right now for sure. Oh, yeah. oh, beautiful yeah. course. Thank you for tweeting us and telling us it exists. We've right. been there before. Mm-hmm. To any other courses, we got about 400 bucks to come play yours. Need to get better. Can't wait to talk to A.J. Hawk about it. Congrats to uh, not Speed. Spieth. Spieth had the lead all weekend. Him and Justin Thomas were battered, uh, battling at the Byron Nelson. There was a bunch of people at like 21, 22 under, yeah. which I think a lot of golf fans hate. I love it. I like seeing guys slice and dice course. Old Kaj drove the green. I think there's like numerous people oh, yeah. that drove the green a few times. I enjoy it when that happens, although I guess the old established golfers do not enjoy that type of play. They like seeing the course, mm-hmm. you know, beat up the guys a little bit and everything, which has its day. I think whenever they go up to Europe and they're battling the wind and it's impossible to play and you punch it like 200 yards hoping to go in the right direction, I think that's fun. I think some of the courses when they're incredibly difficult are fun because it's almost more relatable. But watch. Watching guys slice and dice courses oh, yeah. is fucking cool. And that's what it was this
3: weekend. Who ended up winning? The uh, South Korean KH Lee was 26 under. Dordo was 25. <laughs> Shoffley was 23. Justin Thomas was 23. It was good. It was a good, good. Ball tournament. They were yeah. going. They
0: were controlling the ball, and I guess that's back-to-back wins for old. Uh,
3: yeah, at that tournament, yes.
0: Yeah, at the Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. Now Justin Thomas did tell us that this was strictly just to get ready for this week, this upcoming week. That's mm-hmm. right. We got a major this week. Yeah, Yay, we baby. do. Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas hitting the ball well. Speed seems to be playing well. No, I don't know why he didn't win it down the stretch. He had a commanding lead there for a bit, and by commanding, I mean like one or two strokes, uh, eight nine holes in to his Sunday round. So is that going to be on his mind going into the majors? Ooh, oh, no, I don't know. I
3: just saw. I also saw there. Uh, $19 Michelob Ultras at the uh oh, PJ At the place cha- where we're at the PJ. <laughs> no. You too. PJ Championship yeah. this weekend. Probably yeah. where you played too. Well,
0: I don't know. I didn't I didn't get the breakdown. Nick handled the uh, yeah. Nick handled the food and beverage. I think 10 <laughs> is
6: probably pretty reasonable. Yeah, pretty I reasonable think so. guess.
0: <laughs> All right, let's chat about some stuff that's happening around the NFL before Ian Rappaport joins us in about 13 minutes. AJ Hawk will be in the second hour. Hopefully your phone calls on the five hour energy phone line, 833 4 McAfee. I cannot wait to chat with you. We got interns in here now. Oh. oh, well, it's one intern, another just like hanger on. Right? Yeah, for yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, I don't know what you're thinking. I'm out here on Friday. I <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs>
5: thought it was a package deal.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I believe they were coming into the world. Mm-hmm. Coming into the okay, world, they right. were a package deal. Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe that one has to go back and accomplish, you know, hopefully a chompy. Yeah, get yeah. one yeah. of these. A chompy. Get another one of these. <laughs> yeah. And the other intern will be here, I guess, for the next couple months. How long does this last? I, don't, I know. don't know. What, what is like, the normal? I mean, of course, it's off
3: right. for the summer. September school
5: starts. Probably through the
0: summer. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. he will learn everything he needs to learn to go out into society. yeah. Hell yeah. And make it the world a better place. Yeah. Think like, of.
5: like you need a laptop.
0: You would think mm-hmm. you show up. Now, to be clear, I'm not good with interns because I don't like interns. Don't want interns. Mm-hmm. But good friend says, hey, is there any way you could potentially I'll do it? I should have probably had an entire thesis ready for him. Like, hey, this is what you're going to need to show up with. This is what you should plan on doing. This is how this is going to work. Because the way this operated was hey, sit down. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with you? How do we go about doing it? Seem like great
3: guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: Good kids. Seem like great guys. Raised mm-hmm. right. Huh? Raised right. I think so. I mean, I think so. It feels like it that way. It feels like they're hard workers, what I was told. Yeah. But no laptop, day one, yeah. internet company, wild to me.
6: Well, I was also just telling these guys, like, in college, you don't have a laptop. Like, what are you dicking around on during class and so stuff like that? I mean, maybe was, your cell phone, The one was
0: overqualified.
6: Yeah. 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 He's, Built yeah. a fucking
0: computer. Mm-hmm. Right. So, But that's so he can snipe people, call of duty. Exactly. So he doesn't have any lag in the thing. Yeah, he right. Watch anime. Him and Bill, yeah, we're having a yeah. full yeah. anime virus conversation, yeah. whatever's <laughs> going on. The other guy, hey, just here for a couple of yeah. days. I. I'm I'm here to help move in. I got some other stuff to do. Two dudes, zero laptops, one internship, both. (laughs) internet company. You might think they're <laughs> 85 years old. These guys are good guys, though. They're going to come around, aren't yeah. they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's Hold go. Here. here we go, boys. We'll send them out in the world properly, right? Oh, yeah. That'll oh, be yeah. something we'll think about doing. Uh, let's talk about the NFL news that has taken place. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry, back to the New Orleans Saints on a one-year deal with $3 million guaranteed, basically, and then another $3 million of earning incentives, mostly based on individual stats. A good value option for New Orleans while Landry gets his one-year deal that allows him to get paid again if he produces. Mm. This is via Ian Rappaport and others breaking this news on Friday at about 4.40. After the show ends, Friday night, Friday early evening, appears to be the time that everything happens. Maybe we should game plan for this going into the future. Maybe we should think about this as a show that goes off the air at 3 every single day on mm-hmm. Friday and everything happens immediately after we get off the air. <laughs> right? But Jarvis Landry going back to New Orleans, uh, back to Louisiana, is a sweet thing. Him and the Honey Badger, you know, going back and playing together. They already got the photos posted. You can see what they're trying to build and what they're trying to do down there. Jameis Winston has a plethora of weapons now. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Then you look in the uh, gadget factory, Taysom Hill is still down there. Jarvis Landry's available. This entire squad could go on to do some incredible things couple follow ups Mm. Drew Brees says maybe I play in a pickleball tournament maybe I come back to the NFL Whoa! whoa. he says that after tweeting holy hell with all this is Drew Brees exact word despite speculation from media about my future this fall I'm currently undecided I may work for NBC like I did last year I may play football again I may focus on business and philanthropy maybe maybe we'll see which go one and one by the way you do really good at the first one that second one normally follows yep Every big-time business person is known as what? A philanthropist. Right, that's right. <laughs> so maybe I'll work on those two. Who knows? I might focus. Uh, uh, I may trade for the pickleball tour. Senior oh. golf tour, maybe. Huh? Champions Championship. Oh. good luck. Oh. Hey, good luck, Drew.
3: <laughs> is that golf tour a shot at you?
0: I don't know what it is. It's like I think it's a shot of him being retired and being older. But I just want to let you know, how old is he, 40 what?
6: 43? 43, 43,
0: 43 years old? 40? I got eight years of head start on you of training for the senior store. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's called the Champions Tour, too. Have a little bit of fucking respect. <laughs> one really. time. Anyways, maybe he coaches the kids. Oh, or all of the above. Maybe he coaches his kid, plays what? in the Champions Tour, what? plays what? in the pickleball tour that he is so damn good at oh, pickleball. Uh huh. Maybe he works on his philanthropy and his business. Maybe he plays football again. Maybe he works for the NBC, and maybe he is still undecided. All of the above might be true. Drew Brees says, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing next year. How does anybody else know what I got going on? But this announcement comes shortly after a couple tweets where he starts looking at all the weapons that the New Orleans Saints has and says, man, it would be a lot of fun to maybe throw them the football. It would be a lot of fun for me to maybe get back into football. Man, signing Jarvis? and Tyron Matthew makes me want to come back and play again. Great additions. Leaders and players. That's fucking wow. Drew's Come Drew's back. Let's go, yeah. Drew.
6: The thing about Drew is... He's never going to miss an opportunity to make it about himself one last time.
0: <laughs> what did happen with him at NBC? Allegedly, follow-ups were he didn't enjoy the in-studio work. He enjoyed the analyst and broadcast part of the game. But the only thing you can do really at NBC on game is Sunday Night Football or Notre Dame football. Andrew Marshawn of the New York Post, uh, Post reported on Sunday that Drew Breeze, the broadcaster, is out after one season at NBC. Marshawn reports that Breeze wants to do games, isn't a fan of being in the studio, and there wasn't much for him to do outside of Notre Dame booth after Chris Collins was signed a contract extension recently. Did we know that? No, I didn't. Congrats, yeah, Chris. Hey, where'd you go, Chris. Hey, howdy, you know. Chris. Howdy, baby, Chris and Tariqo. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting timing by Breeze with his next two tweets. And his first one, he said that the Saints were signing Jarvis Landry Attire and Matthew makes you want to play a little bit again. Nine minutes later, he tweeted he's undecided about his future. Huh. So friends of Drew Breeze are allegedly telling reporters, uh, one friend of Breeze told me Sunday night he, has, he hasn't mentioned playing football to him this offseason. Okay. I'm a good friend, Drew. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: push sleds in the parking lot together. We're part of the same workout cult. That's right. We pray together. We uh, we got little league baseball together, mm-hmm. drink smoothies.
5: We're having smoothies together. Yeah. Uh, Smack a tie Yeah, together.
6: Elbowing unassuming people in the forehead. Well, it was more top. Yeah, it was actually neck, I guess I should neck. say. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what happened to Ty by Drew Brees. But <laughs> his friend who's really close to him said, Hey Pete, listen, he hasn't mentioned me at all playing playing football. No. I mean, every once in a while we're getting a hot dog next to each other at the same baseball game because our kids are playing baseball. Let me tell you, his kid's got great arm. <laughs> yeah, good player. Great arm, good player. Now, his other son, you know, kind of can't turn two real building well. in the outfield. So well. he's actually asked me to kind of coach him because I had a little bit of time in the minors. Mm-hmm. So me and Drew's relationship has really gotten pretty big and he hasn't told me one time about playing football in the offseason. Not one time. And his left shoulder surgery May 2nd at age 43 after not playing football for 16 months would seem to make a. A return to football problematic at best. Another person who knew Breeze told uh, Peter King, he's not playing football. No. Huh. That person knows Drew Brees real well. Yeah. That person, he's not playing football. Mm. Business philanthropy? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. He Touch him with it. his kids like he does with me? Huh? That's, I'm that source, by the way. <laughs> maybe. Who knows what Drew Brees is going to do? It doesn't sound like playing football at all, though. Jameis Winston's got to be sitting there and saying, you know, when I was a kid, I thought my passion was football. But then I found out when the game was taken away from me that my passion was playing football. Actual quote from Jameis Winston on NFL Network. Now Drew Brees is trying to take away the playing thing again from Jameis. Jameis can't be happy, but he's got to focus on himself. But that Saints team, they were won $70 million over the salary cap not too long ago. Now, with additions of the Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry, restructuring everybody's deal and a quarterback that they're focused on. A lot of Saints fans are getting chirpy on the internet, and I think they should. I think there's good reason for the Saints fans to get chirpy, even though we thought they were fucking dead. When Sean Payton retires out of nowhere, maybe to become an owner of the Miami Mm Dolphins? That has not been legitimized or confirmed, but that retirement did seem to come out of absolute nowhere. There's $70 million over salary cap. They got no damn quarterback. Now here on May 16th, it feels like they got some direction and
5: some hope. Good for the Saints, man. And just like looking at the... Previous drafts, these rookie wide receivers, they get Olave, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually do have a very good offense, good O-line, and it feels like their defense isn't Always going anywhere. They, yeah, they hired from within with Dennis Allen. Nothing really changes on that side, except you got the honey badger now.
0: The good leader, right? Everybody yeah. has the landlord yeah. out there. Yeah, Travis uh-huh. Landry, good leader. Coming back to the Louisiana roots, too. I want to see the Saints do well. Good for every, all parties down there. You know what else is good for all parties? Any publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned that from a report this morning that involved a lot of very successful people, one of them being Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. Jerry Jones speaking about his Dallas Cowboys in an interview with Peter King is fantastic. (laughs) To Jones, there's no such thing as bad coverage of the Cowboys. Bad coverage makes the Cowboys human. And he is positive his fan base loves the human.
6: Okay. 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 Good to know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: My fan base loves the human that makes us human, and the human that makes us human is the Cowboys and the way we operate. Let me tell you a story, Jones says. To Peter King, Mm -hmm. warming to this topic, a few years after I bought the team, I'm out in Los Angeles, La La Land, my hometown, (laughs) having lunch with David Hill. You know David Hill? David Hill, one of Murdoch boys, Australia, man. Okay. Mm. And Ed Gorin, okay, Ed Gorin, not Australian, actually from Carolina, I do believe, Mm -hmm. but pretty important big swinging peckers at Fox Sports. (laughs) At that time, there were a lot of negative headlines about the Cowboys. Michael Irvin was in the headlines. People were saying the owner's an outlaw. (laughs) So that day I told him, listen, I'm going to fucking tighten up the lid on this franchise. We're going to get control of this team. And David Hill, Australian man, one of the heads of Fox Sports, he jumped up and he said, No!
6: Do not touch my boys. They're television gold. Don't even fucking think about it. The foibles, the soap opera, the issues, they create interest. Yeah, in the senior bowl, I can't see what's next, but free agency, the draft, training camp, we always got something going on. People follow us year in, year out, owner every year, every now and then gets it in the paper. It just adds to the interest. All of it. People love the Cowboys. Well, you're
0: goddamn right, Dan. I'm going to (laughs) force the Cowboys down everybody's throat forever. And that was the moment Uh. that the fucking Dallas Cowboys were on primetime television (laughs) every single weekend. David Hill, Australian man, pretty high up, I believe, in the Murdoch world. Murdoch owns the Fox Thing, mm-hmm. and is also the person being uh, represented, basically, in succession. Yes. Uh-huh. Which adds even more intrigue okay. to the entire conversation. This might be Tom Wombsgab. Yeah, it's going to be Wombsgab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But David Hill told Jerry Jones, like, no, 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 no. You need to have the eyes uh, of a network or the eyes of a business whenever you're looking at the Cowboys, because they are. They're chatted about in every single regard. There was actually a rule that we were told by one of the heads of TV, and I'm just going to say heads of TV because this is one of the people that just created modern sports uh, television. Yeah. All right, here you go. You get your topics that you think are big on the day. Then you go ahead and you, you hit LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Then you go ahead and hit the Cowboys. Oh. Then you go ahead and wrap it up with Tim Tebow. And then, boom, we're back at the top with all the stories. <laughs> and then guess who's back? Go ahead and hit LeBron James. Go ahead and hit the Cowboys. Tebow's got anything? Fucking hit Tebow. <laughs> okay. And then, bang, guess what? You're back at the top. The only average watch time or listen time is 12 minutes. You're able to get everybody. If you have a two-hour show, guess what? You actually have eight shows because mm-hmm. you have eight 15-minute shows. You have a three-hour show. You have 12 shows. Look at what you're doing. <laughs> this is just basically what it is. You do this, the Daily Hot Topics. By the way, if LeBron or the Cowboys or Tim Tebow are part of the headlines of the Oh Oh, boy. This is a good day. This is a good day. The Cowboys basically became that in everybody's minds. And I think it all begins from this conversation with the TV executive where Jerry Jones is like, we need to actually. Let the bullshit out. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't like something, I'm doing fine. Let them fucking talk about it. If they talk about it, guess who they're talking about? The human that is the Dallas Cowboys. And guess what human they're going to see on primetime, fucking 18 <laughs> weeks out of 18 weeks. Even on the bye, we're going to have our players getting interviewed during the primetime games. They're going to see the Dallas Cowboys. I think the way Jerry views his team is why it is so successful. He said he thinks he could fetch ten billion dollars for the Dallas Cowboys right now if he was to sell, bought him I think for a hundred million or something like that. Mm-hmm. If he was to sell it for ten billion dollars, I think it'd be an understatement, especially with where or undersell, especially with where the NFL is headed. He put that on if he put the Cowboys on the market right now. Elon just bought fucking Twitter for $46 billion. Yeah. Okay. Bezos wants to get into the game. And then there's numerous people that we have never heard of mm-hmm. that get the most popular, the most famous, the most forced-down-everybody's-throat team of the biggest league on earth. There would be an overpayment for that by far. Jerry knows it. Don't love that he's necessarily thinking about it because I think the league is much better with Jerry Jones in it. But the way he operates is fucking cold-blooded business.
3: I, and I think... Jerry kind of looks at the cowboys not only does he want them to win and stuff like that, but he also kind of looks at them like a like soap it kind of look, he kind of looks at them like the w w e like like yes. it's entertainment anywhere and everywhere and everything is good. Any way that you could get eyes on your team is good. and Maybe he doesn't trust Stephen Jones. Maybe that's why he wants to. Oh.
0: Well, Stephen Jones also told him not to show that entire draft card. Yeah. So
3: He said, Look, fuck this guy. taco taco. <laughs> that
0: was good news for our company. Joining us right now is a man who breaks all types of news. Good news, bad news, any news. Yeah. Maybe even makes up news sometimes. Ooh. Ooh. That's what the internet says all the time about oh, this yeah. guy. Fresh off a golf trip in South Carolina where Connor was. He was lucky he didn't see Connor because Connor said he was going to give him a wedgie. Which, I didn't even know those still exist. I don't think Ian would have been expecting that at all. He played like 72 holes. It would be tough with your underwear up your ass. Yeah. Joining us now, the senior NFL insider for NFL Network and the NFL as a whole, the host of the weekly wrap-up of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being friends, he being Rap Sheet, ladies and gentlemen, Ian Up for hey!
1: What's up,
4: pal? So,
1: um,
4: Connor's bone didn't work in Charleston? Was it, was oh. it bad service? Like, because sometimes I drive through kind of like the woods there, windy roads, and the call wouldn't pick up. So is that what happened?
0: Did you call him?
4: No, I thought he would call me. I mean, just kind of be like, hey, bro, like, we're kind of like around the court, maybe come like hang out. But I didn't. Northeast. Maybe. That I must no. have had bad
5: service. No, no I don't have Raptors never. I sent him like fifteen DMs. So I don't Did know you really did you say why don't you follow me? Uh, no, I, I did actually address that at a certain point, but i definitely DM'd him, I believe. So why'd you blow off Connor? Yeah. You yeah. fucking. What's that nerd? about? What's this no, all about? You don't want to hang out with look, Connor? I
4: would say that's I would say that's not accurate.
5: I didn't get any DMs.
4: Usually if someone slides in my DMs, as Connor claims he did, but obviously didn't do, that's not true. I would get a ding. Probably right in the middle of one of my back swings, which I did not get. So, listen, maybe next time I'm on a golf trip in Kiowa and you're on a bachelor party in Charleston, maybe then we'll. Maybe next time we'll meet. Up. Hey, we okay. saw
0: you golfing mm. on NFL Network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you think
4: you're, hey,
0: a little bit of, you know a little bit too much there? You think a little bit of, you know abuse leads to restriction? You're out there golfing on NFL Network in front of everybody. You know, Garofalo said it was a bad swing. He Looked did. Looks like a good oh, yeah, swing. Was a good yeah. swing.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean it was you know left side. The only thing that was a little too much was I kind of drew it around a little bit. I wanted to have it settle. Um, left side of the green, two putt, par. And I will say this, like, we've, you know, I've been through a lot of my career. There's been a lot of big moments, some not so good moments, some stress. Live uh, TV golf shot while everyone's talking to my backswing and still getting on the green. One of my greatest achievements,
1: I would say.
0: Congrats, I mean, you guys were six wide at that time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming a lot of people were watching a lot, a lot. And that was going to hit the internet regardless we could not see where your ball went. Nope. Not one bit. Not one bit. This is like um, when I used to punt in front of a crowd. You know, there'd be like, uh, let's say there was kids or something out there, and I'd hit a bad ball. Or let's say there's bloggers out there or scouts or anything. Like, Let's say people that could cover the game were out there, and I would hit a ball, and I would uh, motherfuck myself if it was bad. And then I hit a good ball. I wouldn't say anything. I forget who came up to me and was like, You know, if you said nothing after your bad ball, nobody would know. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody would would have any idea. They would think that you meant to do what you were doing there. But as soon as you say, ah, fuck, everybody knows, it did not go how you thought it was going to go. Just something to think about if you would like to cover your tracks or whatever. And I was like, that's brilliant. So now, every time I watch somebody golf, you know, on, on the internet, I try to at least get a little glimpse of where the ball is going. Because if you just do a pose and hold it,
4: yeah, it's the hold that does it. I mean,
0: there's oh my god, this guy just put the ball exactly where he wanted mm-hmm. it to go. So what I'm saying to you is because you guys had 15 people on the screen at the same time, your screen was like this
4: big or whatever, we would have no idea if it was good or not.
1: No, swing, swing looked very great. smooth. it yeah. did.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was a it was a really nice shot. Um, the other thing that does it, this the guy. hold is good. The twirl, oh, you can oh, hit yeah. it into the trees, and if you twirl, everyone's like, wow. That guy really got a hold of that one. Just a quick, you know?
0: Yeah, drop it in there. Let's follow up with some bad things you've done in your career. Matt Corral said, you're full of shit. You hear this? Mm -hmm. Did you hear this? Uh, I did. You got added a bunch, I assume, right? Because we talked to you about the Matt Corral thing, because it felt as if, in the way the Matt Corral conversation happened by you, friend of the show, Noted Mm -hmm. good guy, by the way.
1: I think Oh yeah,
0: fair. I think you've been fair through a lot of things and having to cover a lot of things. I don't think anybody would say you you weren't. But the way the Matt Corral coverage happened, I think we were all surprised. We're like, whoa, rap, this kind of came out of nowhere. You said to us had to explain to people that were wondering why mm-hmm. Matt Corral had fell. You only had like 20 seconds. Maybe the way you delivered it wasn't as good. Sure. I think you took ownership of that. But now Matt is coming out and saying, that has never happened, I never talked about that. Do you hate that your name is still involved in this and this is not what you're in this business for at all? And how do you feel about the entirety of the situation now?
4: Uh, first of all, this is part of it, right? Like, it's the same way that when players go out there and don't play well, that people criticize, like, to get the good you get the bad, like me saying something public, like there's always a possibility that when I say something publicly, it's going to have some sort of negative backlash or someone's going to be upset about it. I don't mind. I mean, I I wish everything was roses, but it's really not a big deal because I did say it. Um, and there's no hiding it. And like, it's, it's out there. Uh, the, the thing that I would sort of take issue with is I believe, um, Matt Corral said that he never said that. So the quote from him, and I believe this was a CBS article. Oh, he's prepared. Look at this. He was talking about, he said, I got tired of feeling like that, just making tired of making excuses. I got tired of having vices for my problems like drinking. I don't even drink anymore. And that's what I was referring to. And he says he never said that, but he did say it. So
0: he was it, calling it a distraction as opposed to a problem. You were reporting mm-hmm. it more so as a problem. So there was a
4: little bit, I think, right. of a miss, right? Don't you think? Wait, I mean, I I don't spend time with Matt Corral daily, so I don't know okay, how it. this is. The hope for me and for him is that this is something that is in the past, and if this is just a blip on the, his radar screen, like that would be amazing. What I was saying to you guys, though, was like I was – the, what I addressed was what he addressed publicly. So when I mentioned drinking, he had mentioned drinking. Got and it, he got says, it. Okay,
0: anyway. so it was in the way he said it with, I feel like he, he was trying to explain that he is more dialed in than he's ever been. Like, hey, even though this is happening, I kind of cut this off. And by the way, as somebody who did this very similar move in my career, I have 100% faith that Matt Corral is going to go on to have success and you can change and you can move on. I just think he probably took exception with how you're reporting it as if, you know, I don't know. It's fucking weird whenever you start having to report on personal things. And we would just like yeah. to talk sports, but you got to do that all the time. Let's talk sports. And let's, by the way, Matt do go get him, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go get him, dude. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Who all was interested there? Do we know? how Were the Saints by far their, his biggest offer? Or was he taking a little bit of a discount to go back to Louisiana? Because there's a lot of fans and a lot of fan bases out I know, there saying, I know. whoa, 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 we could afford a $3 million deal with another $3 million in incentives for one year with fucking Jarvis Landry.
4: Yeah, it, the the reaction, I should never be surprised, but I was surprised by the reaction from so many fan bases and others when he Pulse signs spot. for a deal that nice. doesn't look that big you know Pulse. Pulse. the the possibility of six million like okay that seems fine the fact that it's a base value of three is you know for a veteran with a big name it's it's pretty low um he had an, a nice offer from the browns uh that would have been a pay cut and a lot of times guys would just even if the pay cut offer is better than what he ended up getting a lot of times guys would just rather take the other team because they don't want to They don't want to take a pay cut from their current team. He remember basically told them like, I'm not going to take this offer. You should cut me. They cut him. And then the Browns went away because they drafted someone basically in his role. I believe David Bell, the third rounder. So like when that went away, he lost a little bit of leverage. The Ravens had some interest, but it didn't sound like a ton. So I think the opportunity to make six and to just do a one year deal was what drew him. And, and look, the money's low But the one-year deal is important. Like, you'd rather that over a three-year deal. Because let's say Jarvis takes this little one-year deal and kills it. Then he's going to make real money next year because he just signed a one-year. Like, that, the money is fine. Having the one-year deal is really, to me, the big value here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He can re-up once again. I think he's going to have a great year. Hopefully, Jameis is able to be an absolute stud next year because the amount of weapons that they have. Them being $70 million over the cap just a few weeks ago... And Sean Payton retiring out of nowhere to what seems like a pretty steady leadership. They have great, you know, skill players, role players. Taysom Hill focused just all the way in at being a little, you know, gadget guy. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. They might be in a great spot down there in the NFC South. Obviously, Tom Brady's still there. And I think the reason why Jarvis Landry and others. Uh, don't appreciate pay cuts from their uh, their own programs or where they are because it's hard not to get past the thought of you've seen what I've done for you like you've seen what I've done in the building for you you've seen what I've done on the field for you for somebody else making that offer it's like oh they don't know me behind the scenes yet they don't know what else I bring so that's I think why I don't say the grass is greener but why some guys get a little bit like uh oh, fuck you. Like, this team doesn't know me as well yeah. as you do. you trying to undercut me other, as opposed to these people. Hopefully they won't do it in the future. For the Browns, I see Deshaun Watson's taking everybody down to uh, the Bahamas Ooh. for a team chemistry okay. uh, little building, camaraderie building uh, operation, getaway, probably work out a little bit. Baker Mayfield, is he also uh, leading the workouts? or
4: mm, No. No, Baker, uh, Baker will not be present at the Bahamas – what? I thought it was everybody no. on the offense. Yeah. I thought it was everybody well, on the offense. I think everybody, you know, but but Baker Mayfield. I don't know if everyone. I, I'm. What? I'm, nice. I'm sure, oh if my if god! I'm no trip to the Bahamas. Player, if I'm an offensive player with the Browns, I would probably find time to get down there because it seems like a lovely place. Baker is, you know, I I hate to like I'm I'm not trying to make excuses, I'm not. But I understand for Baker Mayfield's standpoint why he'd be like, you know what, I'm going to stay away. Uh, I'm just not gonna because. He, does, he feels a certain way about the organization. He believes that they told him one thing and did the other. I would say the opportunity to sign Deshaun or trade for Deshaun Watson was something that even caught the Browns from, like, it was even kind of out of nowhere for them because, remember, he told them no a day, ago, a day before that. So, like, I think at that point they probably told Baker, like, okay, you're good and then they traded for Deshaun. I get it. I understand why he wants to stay away. Most important thing for him is to figure out how he separates from the Browns if he separates from the Browns because I don't see that market going anywhere anytime soon
0: he's out out guaranteed money right so he's in a very good spot he just has to show up at the mandatory
4: stuff so when's that come up June July that is it's either the first week of June or the second week of June and then he's got to be at training camp you know training camp would be awkward I was I'm sure he will show up I'm sure it will either be some sort of agreed upon, you know what, you can sit out, or maybe like a hold in where he has migraines or hamstring injury or a back injury or whoa, whoa, something like please. it's all awkward whoa, 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 whoa. i think okay, in whoa. the end they can Make come up with a second. situation that both sides agree with but it is going to be weird until they get to that point uh i guess
0: nfl officials Josina anderson broke the news and then you confirmed it uh, nfl officials are scheduled to meet with deshaun watson this week in texas yes. Yes. Well, is this what does this mean mm. what is it is this the first time do they have a bunch of evidence that they're going to present to him and ask him about how does this whole thing go in your eyes uh, via Josina anderson
4: So the timing is important, Uh, and yes, I confirm this, the league declined comment, but it is accurate. They're going to be in uh, Texas this week to talk to Deshaun. The way the league handles their investigation is often, not all the time, but often, the subject is the last person to be spoken with. So when they talk to him, you figure they'll present whatever they've collected, and then at some point relatively soon, come up with some sort of penalty or not. So... You would think, and, and you know, traditionally the league, let's say in the summer days when everyone's ready to go away, sometimes those are the times they come out with penalties. It just sort of happens that way, I would say. Friday afternoon. Um, well, Friday four
8: forty.
5: Yeah. What? Is there 520? extradition
2: in the Bahamas?
4: I mean, maybe on a Friday in July. Anyway, um, but this means that the Sarah theoretically 8, the investigation is coming to a close, and we might have some sort of resolution soon on. Is he going to be suspended? Is he not? What this means.
0: So this is a big deal because if he's suspended, let's say they find out he's, will that be announced this week or probably not? They're going to take this Intel in and yeah. then f- next week or a week after they'll get into the entire rollout of that. Because if he's going to be suspended 10 games, Baker better get down in Bahamas. That's yeah. right. Because he's got a lot of football to be playing down there potentially. Can I, I guess? Mean,
4: I, sometimes I'll, I'll say things or report things and everyone will react and I'll be sort of like, huh? Um, the, When I talked about Baker Mayfield not being traded and starting for the Browns, like I did it on the draft broadcast and I think Daniel Jeremiah basically was like, you've lost your mind, something like that. Like if there is a lengthy suspension, it actually makes sense for everyone to bury the thing and for him to go out and start and maybe do well and then get traded midseason. Like it actually benefits everyone if they can get past the feelings part of this.
0: And they brought in Jacoby Brissett, who has been a starter before and a great backup, so what would the plan be for him? Who knows? Fascinating stuff. Maybe we'll get an answer sooner than later to all of it. But the Baker thing is going to be so fascinating to keep an eye on because it feels like he's completely hot.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But there's going to be a team that's going to need somebody at some point. How does he keep all of the guaranteed monies without uncomfortably – I mean. That's gonna be a fine balance there. Eighteen and a half million—is that what it is?
4: Yeah. And so I guess it's a al- lot of it,
0: fucking guaranteed money yeah. that you can't have, you know, taken out of your bank account if you're Baker Mayfield.
4: Right. I mean, that's to me for Baker. Like, you know, being in football shape is important. Being ready is important. All that stuff. Making sure he gets all of his money. I, I always want everyone to get all their money. Uh, I hope he does. He will have to show up, and then we'll kind of be in the locker room like going on. How's everyone? It'll be weird.
0: What if Baker just shows up and starts slinging it? Puts
4: it,
0: puts on a highlight reel. Hey, Cleveland Browns, social media team, send this to all 31 other teams. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get out of here right now. Uh, Go ahead, Ty.
6: Rapsheet, you reported uh, Jair Alexander signing that massive extension. I think most Packers fans are pretty juiced about that. How long has that been in the works? And like, would they have been able to do that if
4: they re-signed Devontae Adams? Or was it kind of an either or? It would have been, I think they could have done it. It would have taken a lot of work to figure it out. And they would have had to push more money into the future, but you're right, like trading they did not want to trade Devonte. don't get me wrong, but trading Devonte Adams at least made it easier to do this deal. It has been in the works for I think four months now. Um, and I think it's a really cool situation for both sides. Like this is a really feel good deal. It's a really nice contract. Four years, eighty-four million. Woo! He gets thirty-one million in year one.
1: Hell yeah! Damn. Hell yeah! Hey,
4: this backs up the claims that they were going to pay Devonte Adams what he was asking for, right? No, they offered him. They offered him a bigger deal. I think over the first two years than what the Raiders ended up offering him. Just he didn't want to be there. Get me
1: out of here! Yeah.
0: Old lady from the Happy Gilmore. right? right. <laughs> ah, that's crazy. So he, he, they were able to pay, because like $31 million in the first year, I think everybody's first question was like, thought we weren't able to afford anybody. That's why Devontae went. But then we all forget, I think, that lost in that report was that the Packers allegedly made a competing offer to keep him around, and he chose to go elsewhere because yeah. then the narrative became, remember, Aaron Rodgers took too much money because you reported – instead of the Fouguet's contract, the actual contract for him, as opposed to how you do literally everybody else. Right. Until that point, mm. you have changed your coverage now. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. But everybody was saying because Aaron took so much money, they couldn't afford any other players. They couldn't afford Devontae. But they did make an offer to Devontae. Yeah. Now they're paying Jair Alexander $31 million next year. So Packers still have some room, it sounds like.
4: I mean, they got all that. Uh, it's, this is really an argument, not an argument, but a discussion of cap versus cash. They have cash. They have plenty of yeah, cash. Two hundred million dollars right. in real estate yeah. around Lambo that just goes into uh, yeah. some nice fund. That's war chest. Some well, war and, bond. The, uh, and the stock, you know, they I think they made sixty four. They made a lot of money in those stock things that they do. Um, shareholders yeah, dude, open up on, for more dude, shareholders.
1: More shareholders. Yep.
4: The reason I like they do just collect like a hundred million every single time. I mean, it's 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 like an ATM. It's amazing. Um, The reason I like the Jackie Alexander deal is because he came back this year from a a major shoulder injury, fought all the way back, and got to play in the playoffs. And, like, basically worked for three months to play in one game. And then this is a little bit of, like, a – it's not why he got the contract, but it's a reward for, like – Balling out and getting at least getting to the playoffs. Like this was, it's a lot of good faith, and I think it's really cool that the two sides got here.
1: Look at them doing
0: things Hell the right yeah. way. Hell okay. yeah, actors Murphy and Gooty doing things the right way.
1: Yeah. Hey,
5: way to go. We appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, boys. Good yeah. hey, Connor. Yeah, Rapshi, What's going on with the Raiders? Is there going to be some uh, like punishments? Maybe with them, or what do you think is going to happen? This is uh, stemming from an article that
0: basically detailed how the Raiders were being run all the way up until like last year or the year before that. Yeah. All the way up until like 2019 or 2020, the Raiders were basically being run in a back room by people smoking cigs, going, uh, "We'll pay those bills later. <laughs> These people need money. Who cares?" They didn't pay the light, uh, the electric bill when they moved to the Raiders. The lights <laughs> when they moved to Las Vegas, the lights actually shut off in their building there had to be people sitting there saying this is the highest fucking level this is the nfl right now and then now allegedly mark davis is more hands-on he's brought more people in independent reviews of how things were being run in the past it sounds like they were running business terribly in the past i guess there was allegations of sexual misconduct as well as financial problems what is what do you know about this this was via the new york times yeah it's insane to think that a team in the nfl the biggest league on earth would be operating like this this, but it sounds like it
4: is. Is this insanity or, or is this real? Or or something in between. I think the NFL is looking into it. And I think, the, you know, hopefully for the Raiders who have, you know, as a – all that stuff you said is, We're back is true. Like, I mean, all the allegations, all the – and then on the football field, it feels like the opposite. Like, good GM, good head coach. They got a quarterback they paid. They traded for Devontae Adams. So much good on the field coming – and then it feels like in the offices, it's the opposite. NFL's looking into it. I know the Raiders have sort of done an internal review, trying to figure out, like, what's what, how to run things properly. Some of this stems from... Hey, how, do we, um, uh, how do we do this? Hey, probably- you
0: know, we've had this team for a long time, man. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah, Davis came out and said, uh, we're overpaying taxes. Who does that? <laughs> Who overpays taxes? What a line, by the way. We're For instance, some of the financial problems... We're overpaying taxes. It's like that's not why the IRS is investing. <laughs> the IRS never would be. Eh, I think you paid us too much here. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's taking place. What they have no clue what they're doing over there. I don't think. I, I don't understand dude. how that makes any sense. How's that even I, happen?
4: I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> and, I and I don't. And I don't understand. I don't understand how they got here while running a multi-billion-dollar organization and building a stadium and moving. I, I mean, I don't like. That's a lot of shit to have to oversee.
0: mm -hmm. The construction, the contractors, the city, the the guidelines, the the restrictions, everything about it.
4: And like, so Mark Davis gets a lot of... You know, some people. I don't. Some people ridicule his haircut.
0: Well, there was that one time he had a backpack on, right? And he was at the owners' meetings, and he had a full starter Raiders jacket on mm-hmm. with a backpack on, and he sat down on a high back chair, <laughs> and his backpack was up behind his Over head, his head. No. like it was yeah. a backdrop, and he was giving interviews looking up, and his hair was right there, and the back backpack was high and his hands were in his pocket, and that came one day after he said, I'm going to dinner, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everything that's said about him is maybe properly just, but I don't know if any of us understand him as a human at all or a business person now, it sounds like.
4: Right, and that's what I, I'm trying to, like, figure out all of this because let's just assume that some of what you described is true. I think that's prob like, some levels of that are true. How does an organization that did not keep the lights on, Literally didn't keep the lights on. Also, engineer one of the most stunning moves we've seen in the. Oh my god!
0: All my right, guys. Oh. Literally, I nailed it. Starter Raiders jacket. Happy about that. Back, yeah. Yeah. Back. Backpack
4: go, up, yeah. hair, yeah, no. It's, uh,
0: that's how etched in my mind this moment is. Yeah, <laughs> that's because that's a that's an owner of the NFL. Multi,
2: it's a fresh yeah, cut, maybe dude. a multi
0: billionaire, and mm-hmm. he was the one that everybody was meaning to talk to because this was after the John Gruden emails He's, that we right. all assumed was going to lead to a lot more. And he comes out and says, "Yeah, I, I think we should let all emails." <laughs> yeah. yeah, with that backpack sitting up. I mean, it was. It's an interesting thing. It's a fascinating thing because. In all reports, it sounds like he hasn't been involved with the team until like the last year or so, but he's always been around at games. so he just shows up at games and then hands off and lets everybody else run it and then he's finding out that they stunk at what they
4: were doing or how's this but work? they they didn't on the field they did I mean made the playoffs like and I think he did let Gruden kind of run the show and do his thing, which there was a lot that didn't go great, right I mean there was a lot of bad personnel decisions, some bad trades, but he really let Gruden kind of do it. Uh, But then got really involved in the coaching search, like, you know, obviously met, went to dinner with everyone and kind of engineered the whole coaching search and had a, you know, hired a guy in Josh McDaniels that a lot of people didn't think they could do. So that's what I'm trying to understand is the dichotomy between incredible business, getting all that free money from Las Vegas and a new stadium and a shiny new head coach and GM versus the guy who they didn't pay the lighting bill and they had to turn the lights off. Yeah, it seems like... Plus, F- or maybe stuff that's a lot worse and not even joke, of, not even worth joking about. So I guess like the NFL's looking into it and I'm going to be fascinated by what everyone finds.
0: The highest level. You know, things happen throughout a day, I think, in every NFL building where some fuckery takes place and people go, this is the highest level. Like, hey, this is the NFL. Couldn't even imagine walking in. Like what we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did the firefighters cut the power? <laughs> We didn't uh, pay. It. No. Oh, shit. I saw the, f- I thought it was a UPS note <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> yeah. That was the power note. They were saying, Hey, they're going to turn it off. Cause there's warnings to that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. numerous Many. warnings to that.
4: Yeah. And they're they just- probably sending emails.
0: Oh, uh, last question here, Ian. we appreciate you joining us. Go ahead, tone. Hey,
4: Ian.
3: Antonio Brown just uh, tweeted out that he wants to retire a Steeler. Um, there's also rumors that maybe Emmanuel Sanders comes back for a reunion. They have a very young wide receiver room. Yeah, here we go. Is there a chance they sign a, a veteran wide receiver? Probably not Antonio Brown. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders, anything like that going on?
4: Yeah, I, I would be a little surprised if there was an Antonio Brown reunion with the Steelers. Emmanuel Sanders, so he's, he is a really, really good broadcasting uh, prospect. He's been on NFL Network at times. Like, he is really good. And I think what he's trying to figure out now is should he retire and just be a broadcaster or maybe do one more year? Steelers actually would make a lot of sense, yeah. and he is a good dude. Yeah, and So, like, he would be a good in-the-locker-room veteran guy who probably would make not a big salary but would be valuable. But I think that's what he's trying to figure out is, like, does he go one more year or does he just jump into our world um, and just kind of roll from there? It's And, you know, these veterans don't necessarily need to go to, like, OTAs or whatever, so I imagine he's got some time, but um, would definitely make sense if he ended up, playing football, and it was the Steelers.
0: Last question for me, and I can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, Do you keep up with the sports media news? You just talked about Emmanuel Sanders maybe joining our world. I love it. Drew Brees says, hey, (laughs) Listen, I might be playing, working at NBC. Mm-hmm. I might be pickleballing. Yep. I might be business and philanthropying. Mm-hmm. I might be playing football games. Whoa. I might be training for the Champions Golf Tour. I might be coaching my kids. Or I might do all of it. I have no idea how this work out. Because there was alleged rumors of him getting traded to Fox a couple weeks ago. He wants to call games, I think, is what's being reported. And the NBC doesn't have the Rolodex of games to call. Do you know anything about this? Or do you kind of stay out of this business?
4: I, I kind of love the media speculation world. Okay. Uh, it's fun. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so my read on this thing, he's not playing again. Uh, that was, I mean, Dennis Allen kind of came out and said it, but like I think he was knowing what would get all of our attention and get the retweets. Oh. He mentioned that.
6: Drew? I think he no. Not true. Drew. He wouldn't make it about uh, himself. Pretty
4: savvy. Pretty savvy. He's good. He was good. At t- he was good in the pretty studio savvy. too. He hated
0: it. He fucking hated it, I guess.
4: <laughs> um. He's not playing again. Pickleball, I don't know if he, I mean, Pickleball would actually make some sense. He'll have some free time. Um, I imagine he's very good at it. Um, It didn't sound like it worked out at NBC. Uh, I mean, my guess is he's probably not thrilled that it leaked. Could he, could I, I mean, I could see him calling games again, but you're right. NBC just doesn't have the, the amount of games. So like, I'm sure we'll see him again, just not on the field.
0: Well, great answer. We appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who has all the inside information, he's off the golf course and back in his basement. We appreciate the hell out of you. Senior NFL insider for the league and the network, Ian Rappaport. Thank
1: you, Thank you.
0: Is a man who has multiple banners hanging in the rafters of his absurdly large house. Mm-hmm. He has a college football national championship uh, uh, banner that he hangs, a Super Bowl championship banner that he hangs, uh-huh. a COVID cup uh, banner that he hangs, wow. right. a Ryder Cup uh, banner that he hangs. Right. The one banner he won't be able to hang is that he ever beat me in golf, though. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. A.J. Hawk. What's up, dude?
9: You look good. New
0: haircut. Oh, wow. I'll stop by Sports Clips
9: this morning. Woo-hoo! How'd you know? About ten fifteen. Yeah, I had to make an appointment online. It was a long wait, and I got in there and slid through the line. It was great. Did you get the uh, MVP
0: treatment in there?
9: I never get a shampoo or anything. I just get to get a quick cut and dude. get out. Of there. Hey, yeah.
0: give me that. Give me that GI drill sergeant to the top you know what we're looking for this is the hot cut i need the hair on top to flow and everything on the side needs to be skin can you make this happen hell yeah we're sports (laughs) clips that's what we call a fade that's literally (laughs) no problem you have these sports clips haircut you're you should be the face of that fucking place aj
9: okay yeah hopefully maybe someday pat we all can dream but I, wanted to go, I don't want you to get away from your golf situation. I know you yeah. You post a highlight film of yourself with the Bugle oh, Boys highlights. cheering you on the background on Twitter. No, Connor wasn't oh, there. Oh, Tony oh. wasn't there. I never said I could beat you in golf. I, I We're playing. I commented on your, your Instagram like, you're a great golfer, man. Like, I have nothing to take away from you. I'm not a great golfer. Listen, it's just coming you together. You told
0: everybody how great you are. No, listen, I've said years, years. I got years to work on this thing. I only placed a wager with you uh, that I'll make top 50 in a Champions Tour for 20 million a year dollars. That's going to happen. Now, the next one is Tahoe. Are scoring. I've never been there. That's a good putt. Yeah, that's yeah. a great putt. I was watching that putt fall there. I felt real good about that <laughs> putt. bottom of the putt. Felt real good. It's because we've been working on the putting green out here. Yeah. Justin Thomas doesn't like the nap of my stroke has become repeatable. I think I'm just trying to make solid contact. It was a soft track too, so you had to hit ball oh. first if you really wanted to do anything. It was a good test. Four hundred dollars we paid to play there. <laughs> Four hundred dollars we paid to play there. I need a
9: couple. Not, of- wait. Per person or total? Total, total, total. Okay. Nine holes Some places, up. you know those nice places have that, like for one person, like Greensfield, 525. Like, geez. Yeah, of course, enough. we wouldn't have gone. Of course. We go to yeah. Steve's course. got right, yeah,
0: Is this one of the places where you're a member? <laughs> no. Tony got invited to this place. Went, okay, now we need four hundred dollars at the end as we're drenched <laughs> and on our way out. I mean, it was an incredible racket almost, but course is gorgeous. It was great to get out there with the, the boys, not the bugle boys, the boys. Yeah, great to get out there, hit the ball a little bit. We battled against a tornado, a fucking storm. I mean, it was wild out there playing our thing. You and I are betting what twenty five thousand on That's the one. final score yeah. of Tahoe, both to the person and twenty five thousand dollars to charity. I think. Yes.
9: Okay. All right. I'm in. It's fine. Perfect. But if okay, if I lose, if I lose twenty five k to you, and then just a quick. 18% equity in the company. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> deal? Uh, no way. What are you talking about? So I'm, I'm lo- so I'm beating you and you're getting equity? No, no. If I, when I beat you, I get the equity.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. I don't I mean, care about the cash. Listen, I don't want the cash. Just well, the equity. Okay, so we'll give you $25,000 worth of equity if you end up beating me. <laughs> okay, deal. All right, congratulations. There you go. Wow. There you go. I'm feeling pretty good about my game. Now, if I do not finish, uh, that bet is off, obviously. But I'm feeling re- – this is the first time – If you do
9: not finish, what do you mean? If you if you take yourself out of it on Sunday when you're down by 40 points? No, no, no. Get injured or something.
0: I was sore. Oh, okay. I was sore coming out of this golf round, I will say. Mm-hmm. Legs were a little bit sore. Back was a little bit tight. It was locking up while I was in there. Then I ate everything in sight. For the next two. I mean, I got to get into better shape and more flexible. But the golf game feels fantastic. Congrats to Mr. Lee. uh I don't want to say the wrong name. Uh, the guy who won the Byron Nelson. KH Lee. KH Lee, yes. KH yeah. Lee, who won the Byron Nelson, 26 under. Yes. He won. Spieth was in there. Justin Thomas was in there. The boys played great. In preparation for the major that's coming this weekend, that is?
3: PGA Championship. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go, boys.
0: Woo. Need Justin Thomas to win that thing, AJ. where... Um...
3: Uh, Scotty Scheffler is his favorite,
9: his favorite course.
0: Oh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler, the guy that you asked Justin Thomas about without saying his name. <laughs> yes, you did.
9: Mm-hmm. He he mentioned Scotty. I wasn't even thinking of Scotty. what you do this weekend? Did you play golf at all or the first time you played at Tahoe? Uh, I did not play golf this weekend. I haven't been outside yet to do that. But, uh, yeah, soccer tournaments. I actually went indoor skydiving in between games on Saturday with my daughter. It was sweet. In Ohio? Yeah, in Cincy. They have a place there, the Big Tube or whatever. It's it was the people that worked there you watch them they do a little routine as, after you're done. These people are like this girl that was our instructor did a full spider Spider-Man routine sticking to the walls ceiling up like it was crazy man. Could you That's not true. handle it? Cuz what? That's what I did. You, it. How'd you do it? You do pretty good. Did you could do a video of this. Uh, we have a few still shots. Like, the the instructor's with you. You do it one time. Then next time, she takes you up, and you're, like, Knee spinning dust. around a little more. Need dust. Did you get sick? Car sick out there? No. No. I thought it was great. I loved it, man. My daughter did, too. I'll go back. I mean, now my other kids obviously want to go. So It's we'll in Cincinnati? Yep. I think that's the only one anywhere near us. Well, congrats
0: to Cincinnati. Hey, having yeah. A huge yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's just what? An exhaust
9: fan, right? That's shooting straight up? Yeah. I. Yeah. It's crazy powerful. Yeah. Like, I i had no idea i'd seen videos and pictures of people do it but i didn't know in person how crazy like this. people are talented, talented have you ever skydived in real life no never have face full
0: back air or is it a rather comfortable experience not comfortable or comfortable uh
9: face yeah pretty much like that i'd say but they, you know what they tell you real skydiving they tell you hey just relax breathe you can breathe you just have to do it don't freak yourself out goggles yeah goggles it was, it was funny though like when they take you out of the tube On this guy's like, head Jeez. You we need two goggles, lend them. Yeah. How did they get the uh, goggles to... Oh, goggles can fit easy, but when she did bring... She was going, oh. okay, look at everybody's head, get bringing them helmets. She's like, oh, oh, I've got one for the big guy. I was like, yep. <laughs> we don't yeah, we had a horse one time do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the, you
0: control yourself, though, with your hands and arms,
9: right? You can flip and do all that. Yeah, not your first time. You, no, you can't, but you can... Yeah, if you could flip, and they would not let you try to flip your first time. Really? So there was. Yeah, uh, it's serious. Like it's you're gonna you will you will catapult right off that glass and break your neck probably if you try. to flip. <gasps> Jesus,
0: I thought there was that no would,
9: chance of death. I thought this was like
0: yeah, a go out there yeah. and fuck around. That's what I thought. Yeah,
9: about. if they, but you got you'd have to get in there a few more times. They got to be there like adjusting you and everything. So you, yeah, it's
0: pretty involved. Hey, happy you survived.
9: Yeah. Wow, That's awesome. Survived, I, I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Okay, well, I'm happy you had a great weekend. We went golfing. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of game sevens. The NBA, bunch of blowouts. AJ, you didn't miss anything.
9: Bunch of blowouts in the game that. sevens from I saw the NBA. Luca, Luca, and the boys, and everything. Oh. And I've seen JB on Twitter too, describing, giving some commentary. Man, what a weird situation for the Suns. Number one, what everyone assumed they were so much better than Dallas. But yes, yeah.
0: not just Dallas. Everybody yeah. assumed the Suns were going to go on a run. This was the year. Now, Golden State's getting hot, obviously, and they'll continue to do so. But the Phoenix Suns, I feel like, have been for the last couple of years like. The super basketball people talk to the the casual basketball people like me as if I'm an idiot when they're talking about the Suns. So I'm like, whoa Suns, look at the Suns, good for Phoenix, love that city. They got a team, huh? Pretty good, pretty good team. Pretty good team. They're real yeah. Probably favorites in the West. They, what Booker and Chris Paul have been doing and Aiden, all the boys over there, the team, the Monty, the, the building, the culture, the entire thing is, is, yeah, it's a powerful thing. They've been there for a couple of years, they're a mainstay now or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, great to see the Suns are back. And everybody we talk to, oh, the Suns are going to go on a run, and they're going to go on a run. Then that one guy, Hit that ball out of Luka's hands. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Luka gave him a little stare down. And that Slovenian savage fucking <laughs> said, everybody wants to talk shit when they're up. It must be nice. Outscored the Suns in the first half, or tied the Suns in the first half of yesterday's game, game seven. Then just won banana land throughout the entire series. There's these stats from Reddit on what Luka accomplished. Over the course of a seven-game series, Luka Doncic outscored fourth-place MVP voter Devin Booker, 218-164. to Devin Booker's a scorer. Oh, oh Paul Park. yeah, ball player. Out rebounded the seven foot tall DeAndre Ayton, sixty nine to fifty seven. DeAndre Ayton's a rebounder, and out assisted Chris Point God Paul. Chris Paul, by the way, facilitator. He's an assister, forty nine to forty. Oh, and he also had more steals than defensive player of the year runner up. This guy plays defense. Mattel Bridges. Yeah, I mean Luca just took over the entire series. Now he has the ball in his hands at all times. But this guy, right now, we're just seeing the beginning of it. His tattoo goes to about right here. His tattoo goes to about right here. That thing's going to be a full sleeve. Oh, yeah. And by the time that's a full sleeve, everybody on earth is going to be like, oh, this is the best basketball player we got. He's unbelievable to watch. He seems to be electrifying. He talks shit. But he moves at a pace that just looks so casual, has the ability to do whatever. And it feels like the Mavs are only going to continue to build around him, which I think you have to do if you talk to anybody. That was a fucking fun series to watch. And now Chris Paul's getting buried by Patrick Beverly on Get Up and First Take this morning. Chris Paul, is he healthy enough to come back and do another season with the Suns? It's been his thing. What a wild series of events there. And it's all because Luca was disrespected.
9: I I mean, I tell you what, I I haven't paid enough attention uh, to Luca as I have, like this playoffs, I guess, when I finally started watching a little bit more of him. And he in like a world of isolation basketball, is this guy the greatest ever at this isolation game where it doesn't matter? He's so weird and crafty and euro step and stutter and smooth that he just always finds a way to spin to the hoop, whatever, and then hit these step back 80 footers like it's nothing. <laughs> it's just I don't. What do you do? You put four dudes on him for real and just say, hey, everyone else beat us? Yeah, but then they're all waiting for him to
0: make – his teammates are all waiting for Mm -hmm. him to make his move. You put four on him, he'll find him because he has the vision to do it. James Harden had this run, right? Oh, yeah. James Harden had this run where he was able to do this. He changed the game completely, getting fouled with his step backs and everything like that. Never could win, though, right? That was the Mm -hmm. thing. Can't win this way. Can't win this way. Can't win this way whenever one person is this ball-dominant. Now they're winning, knocking off the Suns. And they'll probably, be, if they were to get to the Celtics, they'd beat the fuck out of the Celtics, too. Well, it looks oh. like it's going
5: to be a massive Celtics. But with Harden, too, like it, it was almost in the big games, is when people always criticize him. And Luka in the big Loves games. Loves it. Yeah, he yes. balls out. And there was a stat for the. Uh, hey,
0: Luka is an absolute Slovenian dog. <laughs>
5: Full on. Yeah. yeah. What's the stat? Uh, well, Devin Booker was the one that knocked the ball out of his hands in game five. And it was like since that moment, he had like 68, 70 points. He shot like 60% from the field. He's absurd.
0: Yeah, 68 points, 21 rebounds, 12 assists, eight three-pointers made. And they went 2-0. look it down 2-3. Everybody acting tough when they up. <laughs> what a leader guy. Yeah.
9: What a dog this Stop. guy is. And it's they- so fun to watch him. Like, you, how are you, like... I mean, his brain—you can see his brain always like studying, figuring out the instincts. And I know, was it um, was it JJ or whoever it was was calling one of his games that said when Luca hit this crazy spinning like step back three thing that Luca told him, hey, that's the first time I ever tried that was in a game like a year ago or something. Yeah, got a lot of confidence. Like, yeah, I think it was yeah, JJ. Like, hey, didn't practice any of this. these crazy like made up moves almost that you would do with your buddies outside at recess, and they're doing it in NBA games. And they're like, oh, that one not work. I might as well try that again. You know what it's comparable to for me
0: as a viewer? The first time I seen Tyson Fury box, uh-huh, yeah. I was like, how did I not know this fucking guy was around? He was just, like, picking. He was You're faster. Right, yeah. He was more entertaining. He seemed to be a, a fucking killer, a savage. And he was just picking apart. I believe it was uh, Wilder. Yeah. 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 It was the first time I seen him. I had no idea. By this point, he's already the world champion. He's one of the greatest of all time. I had no idea he existed until that moment. I bet against him. It was an American against a Brit. Uh-huh. Fucking give me the American. I have to do this it. This guy calls himself the Alabama Hammer. Give me the fucking American yeah. Hammer. That's who I want. That's our guy. He's going to knock this fucking bloke out. No problem. <laughs> then what? 35 seconds into the fight, I saw the way this dude was moving and talking shit and singing and they were talking about the thing. I'm like, oh, this guy is awesome. What is this? is an alien. This is a one of one. How do I know? I feel the same way watching Luka. I'm like, how did I not know this fucking guy existed until I'm seeing him just dominate these playoffs? Just like that other, the big Joker. Yeah.
1: yeah. Jokic.
0: Just like Jokic. Because all these European guys that get drafted ahead of guys that I know in this uh, lottery, I get so pissed off. I'm like, oh, right, here's a guy that's going to come play in the NBA five years from now. Why are people wasting their pick to do this? I just seen old cuzzy at whatever, Kentucky, wherever, play great. Mm-hmm. And they're drafting old buddy from overseas. Now it's becoming like, no, no, these guys. Or guys like Jokic, back to back MVP. Yep, stud. Luca starting to take over the goddamn playoffs. I think that's great for the growth of the NBA. But for me, it's great because I'm just getting introduced to these dudes that I, I, no offense, refuse to waste any emotional investment on in the past. I was missing out completely. He is must-watch basketball whenever he's on the court, especially whenever he's starting to talk shit. He's yes. fantastic.
5: Yeah, like all the like screen grabs of Luca after he makes you know massive shots of him just mean mugging everybody, and I believe he did one to Low wing because Low Wayne was at the yeah, game. Luka a hoe. Yeah, Luca, ho. Yeah, he called <laughs> him a hoe. and I believe there was a lot of theories on the internet. Like as soon as Luca Doncic saw Low Wayne in the building, he knew, okay, uh, i have to do this.
0: I'm gonna score the same amount of points as this team in the first fucking half. <laughs>
5: that guy's unbelievable. <laughs>
9: He's, he's, what, 23 years old, yep. I believe? Yeah. He's he's
0: already, how, how long long's his deal? Three more years? Two more years?
5: Uh, no, he signed, like, a five-year, 207 deal in
0: August. Oh, Booker's got another three years. Yeah. Or two years. Because, mm-hmm. remember, Booker Luca was becoming a thing there for a bit. Now Booker will be able to get back. He'll be in the tabloids all offseason, right, because he's with...
6: Uh, Jenner. Apparently, uh, they're taking a break, though. Oh, no.
3: Because fucking Luca? It, it might be because of Luca. <laughs> oh,
6: no! Shit.
3: What if she's sitting courtside against against the Warriors supporting Luca.
0: What if she goes, hey, Luca, you get that thing a full sleeve and look like one of those Fresh. cool World Cup soccer players?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe you take a
0: ride on the Works. Kardashian cruise. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean, pal? Maybe you'll get the, the, the express lane right to the most oh. popular athlete in your sport. You're welcome. She broke up with him, or he broke up with her, because of focus on basketball.
6: Uh It was just a headline that I saw. I didn't read the article, but the insinuation was that it was her decision, not his.
0: Well, final. she's like her, what one of the top models on Earth? She might have been. Yeah. She might have said, "I ain't got time for this basketball player. I got to focus on Hulu. Uh, we got a new series, and I got to focus on being the top model on planet Earth." Sorry about it. While you're losing, a little bit also
9: getting beat by forty points at home in a game seven. Can't all have the
0: bad. NBA games are blowouts, though.
9: Okay, all the NBA games. How? Are- How? Just because what the Suns had one of those weird really bad nights and not just them. the opposite no. not just them Celtics blew out old buddies yeah the oh, boss yeah, smoked him the well, heat in the war uh, Giannis wasn't able to do a whole lot was he he missed a bunch of shots and they I mean they they hemmed him up Chris Middleton's out as well what Sean said was going to happen I mean
0: every game seven though was basically a blowout hockey on the flip side great weekend did yeah. you see any of
9: these games uh, I got to see a lot of part of them and a lot of the recaps I don't I thought the Pens was over. I thought they won. I, thought, right. I was like, all right, it's over.
0: Well, it's we don't up. talk about We were talking about that in the first hour. Obviously, the Penguins may be in a new era. Everything might.
9: <laughs> that one old be buddy done. kicked from his skate and then out of the air well, was. Oh, it was. It was I can't believe you're allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah,
0: Gensel fucking can do whatever he wants. He got some pop on the awesome. top of Good upstream. job by
9: Gensel. Yeah, Gensel's unbelievable. stud.
0: Follow-up. We don't even talk about it because that might be the end of an era. There's new ownership. There's old guys on the team. They can't get past the first round for the last four years. There's probably going to be change coming, which is heartbreaking because it's time a moment the silence for all the good times that that fucking crew brought me. Moment pass, Coach Sullivan. What the fuck's going on, dude? Come on, Coach.
6: can have it, Sullivan.
0: Anyways, with that being said, Texas hockey's out. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They stink, too, Texas well, hockey. No, fucking
6: otter no. standing on his head last Goalies night. Goalie
0: stopped 62 shots. 62 shots. For they who?
6: lose Texas, Dallas. Great
7: American hope. 23-year-old otter. Absolute legend. Uh, why are we calling fucking penalties in overtime in the NHL playoffs?
0: Well, we'll ask Tim Peel. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll ask Tim Peel, because that's what happened to Pens. So what happened to Dallas, it appears.
3: Did he just go full Canadian voice? Is that because you're pumped for the fucking Battle of Manitoba in the second in this round of the playoffs? <laughs> the Battle of Alberta? Nah, I for couldn't give sport? two shits. Calgary
7: about and Battle Edmonton. Hockey's
0: over. Yeah. What are we even talking about? Season's yeah. done. Hockey's done. Pens, shit to bed. We mm-hmm. still got the Bruins, back. shit to bed. Yep. Dallas Stars, Texas Hockey. Shit to bed. We all Red died. Wings stunk for the last 10 years. Blackhawks stink. Golden Knights <laughs> are a
3: done franchise. Uh-huh. They fired their coach there, actually. Oh. Hockey's done. They How did all of three of us lose in a fucking game Game seven? <laughs> seven. <laughs> Two in overtime. Bad well, news. Stink. he uh, got the overtime. Bad news.
0: I got a lot of people in Carolina texting me saying, "Hey, join our bandwagon." It's like I love you guys. I was hoping to go in there wearing my Crosby jersey, yeah. telling you all to suck it.
5: Actually, that's why. Well, what I now was. you can go down, and fucking ring the the raves siren,
3: I Ain't doing that. Hockey might be dead forever. A great man did it. We can do it too. Strong chance.
1: <laughs> Bill Carter. <Kyle. laughs>
0: <laughs> that guy. That's why we've lost in the first round the last four years because Bill is down there giving motivational speeches.
5: You didn't want to face the KDX one. We did. When Duhas comes on in that arena? We did. I don't know. 13 in years, you would have been fine.
0: What? The Rangers hey. are going to buckle 4-0. Yeah, 4-0 over to – that team yeah.
5: stunk. Terrible.
0: TJ Lang sends, uh, calls me, hey, hey, it's all right, good season, a lot of good memories. And you guys lost to a pretty okay team. Like, you should feel good about that. <laughs> all right, thanks, TJ Lang. Thanks. Jeez. Hey, you
9: should uh, if Carolina asks you to come ring this siren deal, you should go glue yourself to it and rip your shirt off and have like a Sid jersey yeah. under and be there like the whole game.
0: <laughs> I am about sick of what they're doing with the vegan milk at that arena. Yeah. You know?
9: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it shouldn't cost more. I'm glad somebody took a stand. Yeah, you're right. That's right. You want this siren to go the entire game? I'll do that right I'll now. Do it.
5: Yeah.
0: Gorilla glue. Palm. <laughs> Right to that thing. I mean, but, and okay. I'm fidgety. So this is happening. <laughs> this is
9: happening all game until you Don't guys you fix you the, the my vegan hand off milk that? in here. Huh? Don't you think if I glued my hand to the table, you could rip my hand right off easy? You think I could do that? Yeah.
0: I could beat Gorilla Glue, I think. But wouldn't your hand also be fighting it? Your grip would be fighting me,
9: though, too, right? I, all right, then. Yeah, never mind. I got to. But, I mean, yeah, if someone's holding onto a pole, yeah, you got to do what you got to do to get off of them if you need them off of there, right? You're not just pull on them. Well, that's what I'm saying. When these people
0: are gluing their hands to the wood, like, why don't they just take a shovel? <sighs>
6: yeah.
9: Oh, right? yeah. Why do not
0: that just bust right through the oh, thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Taking
6: a little bit of skin off with it, but that's yeah. the cost of doing a little, business. A little bit of Well, steam. that's what
0: they want, right? They, yeah. They want to, you forced me out of here. How do you?
3: A little bit of steam from the frother. Hand okay, comes right off. Oh, yeah.
0: Because... Or,
5: or a bunch of acetone. You're good.
0: Okay. You shouldn't pour it. Just acetone. keep that around. Butter. Probably help. Let's talk about some NFL stuff. <laughs> There's a spray called Goo Gone. That's oh, a goo yeah. one. Oh, good one. Goo Be Gone. Goo Be Gone, I think, right? Oh, that's the better mm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original was Goo Gone. Now it's Go- Goo Be
3: Gone, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think Goo Be Gone maybe the original. for <laughs> <laughs> Goo? Uh, yeah, and then I, this is like the... Uh, <laughs> What was that one? The Starbucks entity that they started? It was like Starbucks next door. Oh, uh, dumb Starbucks! Dumb Starbucks, uh, where hey. it was a coffee
9: store that was right that across was the, the street. Oh. It was a really nice thing Starbucks had. like a Starbucks, some kind of.
0: No, this was somebody that didn't like Starbucks. Like
9: latte no, this, Yeah, they
0: they uh they, they use parody law, right? Yes. Yeah. And it was like yeah. dumb Starbucks or something. It was a spite store. It was a Spite story. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Spite store. Exactly like Wattay Larry. All right, let's talk about some football. <laughs> uh, Jair Alexander gets a four-year, $84 million extension with $31 million coming in the first year. $30 million signing bonus, so his contract next year is worth $1 million if you start doing some math. A, the Packers and cornerback Jair Alexander have agreed on principle on a four-year deal. Ian Rappaport's reporting. And we just talked to sheet about this because the overwhelming consensus of the conversation about the Green Bay Packers was they spent so much money on Aaron Rodgers, that diva. Took too much money, they couldn't pay anybody. Devontae had to go elsewhere. Well, we brought this back up and got it confirmed again. The Packers did offer Devontae Adams, I think, either more money Mm -hmm. or the same exact money to stay in Green Bay, and he said, get me the fuck out of here, dude. He chose to leave. Aaron got buried for that. Completely his contract. Now they're giving out $84 million contracts on the defensive side of the ball. Feels like it's in good faith. I think Guti and Murphy,
9: hey, doing good things here, right? You gotta be pumped about this if you're a Green Packers fan, right? AJ Hawk, how could you not be? I mean, they're secondary. You look, go around their secondary, they bring in Adrian Amos in, I think, was a great acquisition. Rasul Douglas re signs after they they're able to revamp that dude's career, and it all works hand in hand the front, like your front seven and your back end. Like, your back end secondary players are much, much better if you guys can get a four man rush or you can get any kind of rush, really. But now I feel like they have studs all in the front line, the front seven, and their whole secondary. If you go down the list, I guess. D-Butts talks about all the time what we need, what, five, six starters at the DB position.
0: I think he wants six or seven. I don't know if it's plural or singular, D-Butt, but but D-Butt does talk about (laughs) needing to have a bunch of starters in the back end because whenever injuries are going to happen and then whenever you get into the playoffs, I mean, teams are going to be four wide, five wide, and if they find one person or two people, they can set up schemes now to put everybody on an island and kind of fucking kill you. I mean, that is just modern yeah. NFL nowadays. You need talent in the back end to keep Jair around, and obviously it's good football-wise it feels like, but as a Packers fan, them paying Aaron, them keeping Jair around and paying him a lot of money, is this not normal? Am I am I acting as if, as if this is abnormal and it's not? Or is this maybe, hey, look at the Green Bay Packers kind of coming along and investing in their team and wanting to continue to build as opposed to force people out so they can get paid elsewhere like maybe has happened in the past. No,
6: I think that's 100% accurate. I think it was, I mean, it was a couple weeks ago. Whenever that Denzel Ward deal got done and I saw the number, I was like, oh, shit, this probably means the Packers are going to lose Jair Alexander. Like, I just don't, you know, with what he's making, Jair Alexander hasn't gotten paid yet. He's like a true number one guy and I just, you see that number, it's like, okay, well, this is something that the Packers aren't going to do. So, I I think everyone is pretty surprised seeing that this morning but obviously incredibly jacked up he's insane and then they lower his cap hit so they can still kind of make some moves maybe at receiver in the interim like it doesn't completely cripple them but it's not something that you know any Packers fan would say they saw coming I don't think
0: I believe we have a graphic or have one of the highest paid corners in the league and obviously Jair is number one Denzel Ward's number two at 23 million or whatever uh and then number three is Jalen Ramsey who's making 20 million a year who's an absolute game-changer. I don't think any Rams fans are saying that they paid too much for Jalen. But Jair Alexander, $21 million a year. Uh, Denzel Ward, $20.1 million. Sorry, I was wrong with $23 million. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, $20 million a year. Marlon Humphrey with $19.5 million. And then Lattimore down in New Orleans with $19.4 million. It pays to be great in the back end. I think this is only going to continue to go up as the NFL continues to change into a pass-happy offense. If you got a dude, you got to pay a dude. And these guys... Right here. I mean, Jalen, remember he was at Jacksonville? Remember that oh, happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. You remember that was a thing? People
9: forget he was even there, I feel like.
0: Well, people forget, too. Like, he was not happy with what was going on. And we, we all, I think we all, not me, but the media world was like, Jalen's not a good teammate. Listen to how, Look at how they're just trying to coach him or whatever. And Jalen's like, give me the fuck out of here. This is amateur hour. Give was me he on hard knocks. When that happened out, out of him? here. Go to LA. Give me all my fucking money and we'll win. And they'll make me a leader and they'll play me at every single position. What'd you say, Zito? Was he on Hard Knocks when like the media was asking us questions and we
1: saw it behind the scenes? Oh, that, was in, that? that yes. was in LA. That was in LA, right? Yeah. It was on Hard Knocks in LA, oh.
0: passed it. Oh, yeah. Got to see him come in and do his question on the Zoom. <clears throat> but it was whenever he was on the sidelines at Jacksonville, and coaches we talked. To him and he'd be fighting back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, this guy well, yeah, he's a good player, but will he fit? You know, will he fit any culture You it's think like, uh
9: Pat, you think herbs could have helped yeah. help that, that fit <laughs> in Jacksonville?
0: Well that's what I'm saying. Like we I'm happy we're at a point now where there's enough platforms I can say, like, well, maybe those coaches fucked up. Yeah. You know, and maybe with a guy like Jalen, you say, Yeah, we're gonna give you a little bit of bigger leash because you're fucking Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you should have a little bit more say in some things because you're Fucking Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you know, like those types of things. Now, obviously, he has Aaron Donald helping him out in the front end, and he's on the back end. But I remember that being covered as if Jalen was the problem. And just like with Odell Beckham Jr., right? Odell Beckham Jr. Uh is the problem. He ends up in a place that is very suitable for the type of person he is, the personality he has, and boom, he has immediate success. Would have been a Super Bowl fucking MVP if he doesn't get hurt. Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, it's is—it's crazy with the world we're in now versus the world we're in not
5: too long ago. It feels like it is changing vastly. Well, in Jacksonville especially, like then that report comes out about the complaints that they had. It was like 25% of the entire league was from Jacksonville. And I think, wasn't it Clies Campbell who came on and basically was like, yeah, I thought I was going to be in Jacksonville forever, and then they traded him to Baltimore? Yes, I do not know where he thought him? it was yeah. going to be his
0: home. Yeah, Calais, he's, by the way, just got another deal, I think. I think so. With Baltimore, I think, I think. he just got another deal. That's a lot. He's been playing a long time yeah. in the trenches. Very tall, man. Very big. Mm-hmm. Huge. <laughs> Blocked a lot of kicks back in the day. You can stop doing that. Now you're an old man. Get your ass on the sideline. But congrats on all the success, Calais. It feels like the era, though, of you know, players, if you're good, Like, be who you can afford to be is a real thing now, as opposed to in some places where it used to be like, no, we got to make this guy look like a bad guy publicly so that we can't, you know, we don't have to pay him. It'll be tough to trade him. His career's dead. Now it's like, yeah, maybe that's not the right fit. And Sean McVay is a guy that has become very much, uh, come on, yeah. Sean McVeigh spoke to Rich Eisen about potentially getting into the media world because we all knew it would be a natural fit. When Monday Night Football was looking for somebody, it was alleged that Sean McVeigh was approached because he's young, he's successful, he knows the game inside and out, he's attractive, and he speaks well. We've heard him on the co-host, uh, co host in the podcast Flying Coach with uh, Peter Schrager, mm-hmm. loves ball absolutely loves ball has the resume to do with how much money media is paying everybody assumed mcveigh would go this was his answer to rich eisen on friday i believe uh when chatting about the entire media industry and his future
6: let's put it this way i love coaching so much rich Hmm. um i think that it was a fun narrative but if you look at the entirety of what i had said the question was asked if i was going to be a lifer in coaching and then I elaborated on, you know, I don't know that I see myself doing this until I'm, you know, 70 or so because I feel like I'm 36 going on 80 some days. I sure love it, but, um, you know, how long I'll do it, I don't know. I mean, I, I I couldn't be more excited about this season working with our players and coaches. But you said down the line, is that something that you're interested in? Uh, I think there's no question about it, but... I couldn't be happier coaching ball right now
8: without a doubt.
0: That's via Rich Eisen and the Rich Eisen show available on Peacock. I think the reason why the narrative was able to build so much is because we saw Tony Romo make 17 million. Mm-hmm. We saw Troy Aikman make 17.5 million dollars. Tom Brady, allegedly, via some reports, and then. Rebuffed, And then we'll see what the actual uh, number is. Making $37.5 million to be a pillar, or no, a steward of the game and a commentator. And we learned that McVay was making like $6 bucks or something to coach yeah. that L.A. Rams team. So was all of the media conversation with how big the number was just leverage to utilize against Kroenke to get another deal to be uh, remain the Rams head coach? Possibly, but I do believe a lot of us think to ourselves, "I can't wait for that guy to get in fucking TV, though. He's going to be amazing on the microphone. I think AJ.
9: No, I think he's going to be awesome. But I actually believe him here with what he is saying. I, I think Sean McVay. Yeah, he's only thirty-five. I don't think there's any way he can sit there and be like, you know, I'm I'm cool. I've accomplished everything I need to. I got a ring here. Like I don't I don't really. Uh, I don't need the the daily grind, you know. I'm just going to go out there, call a game a week or do whatever, do some studio work, which he's going to be awesome at eventually. I just feel like right now he's not there. I feel like he's a coach. Coach is coach. For him, I don't know how long that is, but I wouldn't be shocked if you looked up and he's 55 still coaching. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: my, my wife said that my son turned 40. I said, <laughs> 40? <laughs> Where have the years gone? Actual quote, Bruce Aarons, first time he retired from the Cardinals. My son Jake turned 40? Wow. Not 10? Not 15, mm-hmm. which is a long time. Not 18, which is an adult, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a full elementary, preschool, elementary school, high school, going into college. Not 18. Not 25. Holy fuck. Graduate doctor. Maybe. It's <laughs> yeah. Not 30. Full family. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Not 30. The guy turned 40, and Bruce said, holy fuck, I missed four decades, and this dude's like... But that's how football people are. That's literally how coaches are. It is just, we are either preparing for football season or we're in football season and when we're not in football season they're wishing they're in football season so they're acting like they're in football season by watching more film being more dialed in they'll take like a month off maybe three weeks off in between OTAs and training camp where they go fish and I assume just get absolutely blacked Mm -hmm. out murdered hammered drunk and they try to do as much family time as possible but they're right back in the game there's certainly going to be days though where Sean McVay thinks to himself I probably could have got $25 million calling games, and here I am dealing with Aaron Donald's out, Jalen Ramsey's out, this team's out, and we're in the NFC West. Everybody seems to be fucking good at football. There, that, There's going to be moments where those conversations happen, but you're 100% right. He feels like he's a coach through and through. That motherfucker's going to be around forever.
3: Personally, don't you think, though, it makes it easier for him to leave and go to the booth now that he has a ring? Like, if he, Absolutely. If he was yes. chas- chasing that ring for years and years and years, that would have kept him in. But now that he's got a ring, I mean, he –
9: he could leave at any time.
0: He could leave at any time, but I think that's what AJ and I are saying. Like, Hey, Pat,
9: you know what he should do, though? These dudes if are really psychopaths, off, paths, dude. Go ahead. Hey, if this year, if he gets pissed, in a, if Sean McVay is really pissed after games, post-game presser, you know, they start out a slow start for the season, whatever, what if he just, he just looked at the people and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to be making more than every single one of you in this room. Like, if he really wanted to be a dick. Oh, nice question. How about this? If you ask better questions, maybe make the same amount of money I'll
0: make as your job. <laughs> Yeah, how about that? Great question next time. Hey, do you, do you ever watch the game? No, it's very apparent that you know nothing about the game, which is why I'll make 10x what you make. You hear me? So I'll retire today. I'll fuck call game tomorrow. I'll be doing your job tomorrow. Imagine that. McVeigh, that has to be a nice security blanket, though, that some guys have. Tom Brady's obviously got it, mm-hmm. earned it. Sean McVay has it currently. They're talking about Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Ian Rappaport just kind of leaked that one slowly in yeah. terms. He's like, Emmanuel Sanders has a very promising media career waiting for him, so is he going to go back and play, or is he going to media? It's like, okay, congrats, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah.
9: Here we go. There's- he does a lot of NFL Network, right?
0: Yeah, that's what Ian Rapport was saying, yeah. I assume he's, he's very, very good. good. Yeah, I assume he's very good. I think I've seen a couple of his things, not in its entirety. Allegedly, Greg Olson is currently in the middle of negotiations to be Fox's number one person for at least the next year before yep. Tom Brady comes in. Allegedly, that's happening alongside Kevin Burkhart. Not 100% sure if that's true or not, because people are playing the where will Drew Brees go game. Like, you know, Drew Brees become the number one person at Fox if he was to go over to Fox to call games. Would is he be- Fox recruiting him over there? Do we know? There was a rumor he was going to get traded to Fox. You remember that? That was before the yeah, Tom so Brady had so what happened, though?
9: Why is – so I assume he had a multi-year deal with NBC. They, they, I, I read where they said they mutually parted ways. What does that mean? What, do you, what happened?
0: Well, let me read a tweet that Drew Brees said. Here's his exact – Quote, uh, sorry for the speculation from the media, is how his tweets are. Despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided about it. I may work for NBC, Peacock, Universal, who knows? I might play football again. Mm -hmm. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for a pickleball tour, senior golf tour. I'm fucking way ahead of you. (laughs) Coach my kids or all of the above. I'll let you guys know. So Drew Brees has no idea what he wants to do. There was following reports uh, via the New York Post, I believe Andrew Marchand, that said that Drew Brees like calling games and NBC's Rolodex of games is not that thick. Including, or Peter King reported this, including the fact that Chris Collinsworth signed an extension recently. We didn't know that. Yeah. Way to go, Chris, with Sunday Night Football. So him and Tarico, I guess, to be there for the next five years, I'd assume what that extension is. Not 100% sure. Other than Notre Dame football, they don't have enough games, basically. So he's thinking about maybe going elsewhere to call a game. He had a Tweet about uh, signing Jarvis and Landry, uh, Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew wanting to maybe wish him to play football again or maybe come back and play football again. But all the friends around him say that ain't true. So I think Drew Brees has no idea what he wants to do. I will say this as a spectator I thought Drew was great in the studio role, even Mm -hmm. though he fucking hated it. He did not like it, I guess, apparently, allegedly. That
9: would make sense, though, to me that he. If he does like leave NBC because of that. It's true. Like the only game NBC has is what? The Collinsworth Sunday night game with Al Michaels used to have. Yeah, it's Sunday night football or Notre Dame. That's that- it. So yeah, Drew wants more options, and I guess if they whether I don't know if he didn't want that Sunday night gig or they already signed Collinsworth to the extension, whatever it is, if Drew wants to do games, yeah, you gotta go somewhere else. But yeah, whatever wherever he goes, he'll be successful. But what if he goes over to Fox and they're like, Hey, we'll give you seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year? And he's like, Well, Tom He's got 37 and a half weight.
0: Allegedly. Yeah. And they say, well, that has not been confirmed. And we do not want to confirm it. But also, we've never seen you on enough games on our broadcast. You know, Well, you didn't see yeah. Tom either. Well, mm. Tom's Grapes of all time. Tom, Tom yeah. Brady. Oh, I'm pretty
9: good, too, I guess.
0: I have all the records. Remember, they stopped the game in the middle of it when I threw a completion.
9: Yeah. Is he pissed at NBC for. Does he think NBC leaked this info? Yes. That's, so I that's don't, why he tweeted that.
0: I don't know. That's what, it, that's what everybody is assuming, though. that – Drew isn't happy about the way the news was released about him not being there. Although he left him there, I may go back to NBC. So maybe NBC left it kind of wide open. Like, hey, if you would like to come back, there's not a lot of games. If his focus is calling games, NBC would not be the place. It would be Fox or it would be CBS. Mm -hmm. But who knows how much they'll pay him. The the initial inkling or rumor mill, and I forget who I was reading. Maybe Peter King, maybe Marshawn. I forget who I was reading. Greg Olson appears to be the... Number one that is coming. Like, I don't want to call him lame duck number one because
1: yeah.
0: that would be fucked up because Greg Olson's very good at what he does. But Greg Olson, allegedly the number one analyst for. Uh, Fox this upcoming season they have the Super Bowl next year so if you're Greg Olson and you get a chance to call an entire season as number one crew and the Super Bowl you would think that that would be great marketing for whichever job you want next when Tom Brady comes in at $37.5 million to not only call the games but also be a steward of the game or whatever I just think if you can get in there you should get in there. Tariko though has been waiting to get oh, in yeah. the NFL yeah. for a long time now. Remember he he left ESPN to go to NBC and everybody was like Sunday Night Football. And then the immediate thought was, well, Michael's is not slowing down
1: no. at mm-hmm. all.
0: Now I was at Amazon. Tariqo gets a shot. Collin'sworth signs for another five years. Drew Brees might have not seen that coming, and now he wants to kind of figure it out for
5: himself. Who knows? Well, and if it was a mutual like part between him and ABC or NBC, you got to yeah, assume yeah, nothing's that, mutual. Nothing, yeah, that, and they probably like, oh, you think you are, you know, warranting fifteen million dollars or whatever it is, or at least a little below Tony, but not too far below, especially after the thirty-seven and a half leak. It's like they might say, go to CBS and see what they'll give you, and then if if he doesn't get the offer or doesn't get the chance to call games, does he just go back to the
9: studio? Or is Maybe
0: Drew just fucking hated it.
9: Yeah. Probably seen it. It. But if he goes to CBS, is he okay being the number two crew? Yeah. Because Tony's the number one crew. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I was alluding to about Fox.
0: Allegedly, Greg's going to be number one. So yeah. is he number two now? That's where Greg Olson was. And that's, that's an interesting jump for Drew Brees to go from, you know, Pro Football Night in America, like 16... Football Night in America has like 16 million viewers, I think, every single week. Huge. 16. Okay. Biggest show, yeah. Biggest show, a huge studio show. Biggest studio show in sports, I think. Oh yeah. Every single week, dialed in, huge numbers. Very, and maybe he just hated it. But I don't know. Unless Drew has the utmost faith in what he can become as a football in-game commentator, would you take that to go down to number two to potentially go elsewhere? Or three. Maybe if you just get it, or three. If you get a chance to do it, I guess you just got to take it. If you're, you know, if the if the universe if you really is want telling to do games.
9: You, like if he really wants to do games, then I guess yeah he'd have to go prove it. I, that's probably why he's he doesn't know where he's going at yet either because like the options are kind of weird on in where he's at.
0: Maybe maybe Drew just fucking hates it all. Maybe Drew doesn't know what the hell he wants. Maybe he just I wants. Get to le-
9: I can understand like doing a studio show like that. Like it's not my specialty for sure. Like those quick studio shows like that are. It's not my thing. This guy, this guy does yeah. studio show every yeah. single day. Yeah. I mean, like those kind of set up studio shows where you have like forty seconds and you got to touch every subject of the league because you know, like I would, there'd be two or three. You can code at this guy, like I don't care about this one. Well. Or I just don't have an opinion. Sometimes I don't have an opinion on things, and I think that's okay. Well, that's because you live your bet life. Yeah, you that's do. That's right. Oh, yeah.
6: You do live your bet life. Don't yeah. you think this is some sort of indication, too, of like what all these places view him as a broadcaster? Because if there was talks about him getting traded, and they don't really have a solidified number one booth yet, if he was worth the shit, they would trade for him immediately. It's like, it's Drew Brees. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a quarterback. Like, I'd... I just, and they're just
0: handing those gigs over to people that stink on the microphone. For sure. That's
6: probably what Drew's thinking too.
0: Like, man, they got a lot of bums on these microphones out here. I, I think you maybe take one step back to kind of prove yourself somewhere, and then you go, maybe you'll have an incentive based contract somewhere. I don't know.
6: But I don't think there's any way that he would be okay with calling the number two or number three game. Like Notre Dame, it's not the NFL, but there's a shitload of people that are watching Notre Dame football. Like, if you're calling, you know, the third best. NFL game every week? Like, how long until he's like, no, nah, I want well, the Well, third fuck- best on that network. Yeah, exactly. Right.
3: right. <sighs> I thought he was much better in Stooge than, far, sure. than for sure. calling a game.
9: I thought he was very good in Stooge, yeah. How many games did he do? All of them? Oh, never. dance. I think he did one NFL game.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, the New Orleans Saints game. Yeah. Playoff yeah. game. Yeah. Which he was honored at halftime, right? Yeah, and that was just a
9: weird... Probably not... They didn't he really set him up for success, I You're don't right. think. That one... Hey, I may be reading headlines. I I read something when they were talking about this, and they acted like that game was like bumpy or weird. or like Yeah, it was not, not a great game.
0: Yeah, they were retiring his fucking jersey at halftime. It was a playoff game for a city that he is literally the guy. I mean, that would be difficult to call. I don't want to make too many excuses for Drew Brees, but I found him to be good in the studio. Yeah. I found him very good. But if you're not happy, you're not happy. We've had incredible conversations in the past with Gene Steratore, Mike Pereira, and now a 20-plus-year vet of the NHL, a man who has been there, done that, when it comes to Lord Stanley's cup chase on the ice, a guy who's going to break down all the bullshit that the Rangers did to the Pittsburgh Penguins this series, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Peel. What's going on, Tim? Thanks, Pat. Thanks
8: for having me on, boys.
0: Hey, Tim, it's an honor to have you, man, and everything I just said there is real. We very much understand the importance and the value of officiating, good and bad, how much it affects the game. In hockey, it feels like the relationship between the officials and the players is vastly different than any other sport. Are you guys always talking to the players, and is that by design, and is that kind of in the culture of the game, Tim?
8: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think the reason that that happens, Pat, is that hockey is such a physical, emotional sport, and the the role of an official is to calm everything down, get get people back in a good place. When when things are heating up, you know, my job is to go over and talk to you know Mike Sullivan or Gerard Gallant and say, "Hey, you gotta you gotta bring the temperature down on the team here because that, things are starting to spiral out of control." So we do talk a lot, and the guys that are that are really good refs in the league. The the veterans like back in the day, Don Koharski and Bill McCreary and Kerry Frazier, they were good referees, but they were also really good communicators. And that's what I tried to be in my career. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty intense out there, but it's it's fun at the same point.
9: Do you ever look at other referees in other professional sports and all of you and all of your, your referee buddies in hockey and say, like, you guys aren't doing anything. Like, look at us. We're... <laughs> basically olympic skaters out here dodging pucks and high sticks and breaking up fights of some of the toughest guys on the planet like it's a different thing what you guys do is there do you guys have to like continually work like do you practice skating still do you still have to work on things all the time because it's so physical
8: yeah you know what aj that's a great great point uh ronnie Uh, he's an MLB umpire. I live in St. Louis. I grew up in Canada, but been in St. Louis for 21 years. And he's from here. And, and I'd always joke with him. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like you guys, you all got a drama on, on. You've got a big drama on yourself. You know, you're you're uh, out of shape. And you guys are standing there calling balls or strikes or whatever. And I said, we're skating out there with world-class athletes. You know, I'm 55. And at the end of my career, I'm skating out there with Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby and Alex Obecki. And these guys, these guys are making me, you know, they're skating past me like I'm one of the turnstiles at the New York subway. You know, (laughs) our our guys have to be in shape. And they are, Our, our, our referees are phenomenal athletes. They work out all year, just like the players do. And it's not like the old days where you just showed up at training camp. It's a twelve-month-a-year job now.
0: Were you a hockey player growing up, and how did you uh, transfer into the officiating role?
8: Yeah, I was. Uh, I was Pat. I was a shitty player, and that's why I became a referee. <laughs> so, you know, I grew up. I grew up in a small town in Canada, and like everybody wanted to play in the NHL, and then. But in the summertime, you know, I I came from nothing. I grew up in a trailer park, and we lived by this country club. And trust me, we were on the different side of the, the the highway than than uh the country club growing up in this trailer park. And uh in the summertime I caddy and then the wintertime rolled around. I missed having the spending money and mom and dad were like, hey, you're thirteen, why don't you start reffing So kinda got into my blood and then once I realized I wasn't gonna make it the NHL as a player, I kinda refocused and just uh, still was doing it for fun and they scout the NHL a lot of people don't understand, they scout for referees like they scout for players, so they would send guys out to the junior ranks in Canada.
0: Uh and by the way, a twenty plus year career, it seems like it all worked out. Congrats from Trailer Park to St. Louis for twenty years. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Let's oh you
8: one of the voices on NHL yeah. officiating? You know, Pat, you miss you missed the 2014 Olympics, uh, uh, 2014 Olympics, but that's that's no big deal. Whoa, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about obviously
0: an incredible resume. You've called 1,362 regular season games, if the internet's not lying, 90 yep. playoff games, been around, know the game. You've been refing ever since you were a kid. The flow of the game in hockey's real, right? So in our sport, they always talk about oh, that was a makeup call, that was a makeup call. That's bullshit. In hockey, it feels like the culture of hockey is it's understood. Like, hey, if some team gets something wrong against them, there's probably going to be a makeup call on the other side. Am I misreading that situation, or is that very real? As somebody that's always been a hockey fan, but not in a hockey culture.
8: No, it's. Uh, I'm not going to say that it's real because I don't know where the term makeup call ever when it ever started. But let me tell you this. For example, say we're rough. We're, we've got the picks. Pittsburgh uh, Penguins and the Rangers and we've got five penalties called against Pittsburgh or five penalties got called against the Rangers. We want to make sure that we do not miss a call against the other team where they haven't had a power play yet. And so our guys don't don't go and make up a call that isn't that isn't a real call because the 20 guys that are working the playoffs right now, they just cut it down to the second round of 12 guys. So eight guys go home after the first round. Now we're down to 12. So in that first round, guys have to really show their bosses like, hey, I'm on top of my game. I'm calling good NHL penalties. And so they can't go out and make up a call. But what does happen, and is very real, is your antennas go up and you go, I better not miss a call here. I cannot miss a call against the other team. They haven't had a power play yet. And so, yes, it goes on, but not to the point where you're making up a call.
0: A third down penalty, obviously huge because it extends a drive. It's almost a turnover. Uh, a pass interference is like a 30, 40 yard penalty sometimes. Obviously huge, changes the game. But a penalty in hockey is an actual, I mean, that's a real advantage. Like, hey, you have a one man advantage for that amount of time. That is where the Stanley Cup champions score mm-hmm. and where the people who aren't Stanley Cup champions don't score. I mean, that is literally what happens. And I don't think makeup means like just make one up. I think makeup is like, hey, we owe you one because of what has happened in the past or the calls that we have had there. Whenever you start thinking about, you know, because how we learned about you was you saying, I had to fucking get one against Nashville earlier. Had to fucking get one against Nashville earlier. Is that because you're trying to set the tone of the game? Was something happened in the past? And how regular is that you just happened to be the person that was on the mic and then inevitably had to eat the bullet for everybody?
8: Yeah, no, it, 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 I'm surprised you brought that up. I didn't think it made. The end of it. <laughs> well, I had to do. I had to. Make, I had to get there
0: in the proper fashion. I did not want you to think I was getting there immediately, but it does call into what we were about to talk about with the Rangers fucking over the Penguins yesterday.
8: Yeah, no, honestly, what happened that game? So I was supposed to retire four weeks later, um, here in St. Louis. And that happened on March 23rd. My last game was April 24th here in St. Louis, and and ironically, before the game, I went into the trainer's room of the National Predators. Uh, Pete Rogers, he's a longtime equipment manager, and as you guys know, these equipment managers they don't get paid a lot of money like the players do, and and they, they they're the ones that really take care of us. And oh yeah, I'm sure you had you, you guys had your favorites too, and. So I took Pete in a nice bottle of Camus wine. He's a trainer for Nashville and thank him for, you know, his friendship over the years. And so I didn't leave that dressing room going, you know, I, I want to fuck, uh, uh, Nashville. And <laughs> <laughs> especially with four, especially with four weeks to go in my career. I'm like, yeah, that's, this is a good idea. Let's blow it all up with four weeks. To go. <laughs> and so when I, I made the call and as I'm going to the penalty box, I see the replay on the jumbotron. I'm like, Jesus, like I thought, the, I thought the national player tripped him and I'm working with this real veteran official that I respected a lot in Kelly Sutherland. And, and when I came over because the penalty was 10 feet from him and I'm out at the blue line and I call it and it was Mike, it was my defense mechanism kicking in because I was embarrassed that I made this call because I prided myself in being a good ref and making good calls. And, and I simply said to him, yeah, it wasn't much, but I wanted to get a fucking penalty. And it just came – I we called two penalties the entire game. It wasn't like I, I wanted to get Nashville. So it came out wrong, and as you guys know, the world we're living in now, it's uh, – It's gone. You know, it's uh, – you know – I don't want to get into politics but you can probably tell where I stand. (laughs)
0: we won't dive into that but that thing went as soon as we heard it and I think because as fans of other sports we think that refs think that way in those sports and then as we learn more about the hockey culture in the hockey community it feels like refs do have a little bit of a flow of game almost like an obligation to the game for that type of thing and you explained it there if one team has five and another team has zero like we're obviously going to try to not miss any calls for the team that's potentially getting penalized more heavy but does flow of the game calculate into that because i heard a lot of like super hockey people basically backing you saying what he said there wasn't that big of a deal almost is what people were saying
8: yeah, no, and I had a tremendous amount of support, uh, support from the hockey community, from current players, ex-players, coaches, GMs, and so on. And you know what? At the end of the day, I'm a big believer in, in, in shit happens for a reason, and uh, and it's how you come out on the other end. And at the end of the day, it really wasn't a big deal. But, uh, but yeah, no, as far as the flow of the game, Pat, like, uh, you know, I watched Game 6 or Game 7 of the Rangers uh, penguins game there on the weekend and i think they went 6 minutes without a whistle at, at one point they're just going up and down they're playing hockey and as, as a referee you're like okay these guys are playing we don't have any stoppages we don't have any scrums let them play i don't need to get involved here as long as there's nothing egregious that you know sydney's in on a breakaway and gets tripped well obviously you got to call that and but it, when when the game's going along like that it's like let them play and just keep it going and that's that's what's great about our sport is that's just continuous, you know.
0: Yeah, a guy can grab a guy by the
8: head, rip his helmet off, send him mm-hmm. off the ice. Uh-huh. It's a
0: facto power play, they score a goal. Fuck, okay. All right, great.
8: So, so you know what what's crazy about that, and I don't know whether Sullivan was trying to cover for his for his player, because I Mike Sullivan I've got a what he's done, he's done. with that team this year with all the injuries and so on, first of oh. all he's a phenomenal coach even before the season started. But I think he might have been trying to cover for Pedersen there because um, I don't think the Pittsburgh player, and I don't think most players, know the rules. And I don't expect them to know the rules, but there's a few that they should know. Sullivan said in the post-game press conference that Pedersen had to skate off the ice. Well, that isn't the rule. What? No, Pedersen could have leaned down and picked his helmet up and put it back on the head. And he doesn't even need to do the chin strap up. Okay, all he had to do put the was... cap on, just put the bucket I'll... on, pal. Yeah, but Pat, honest to God, little. all he had to do was lean down and put his helmet back on, and boom, he's allowed to continue. What the do practice. you know, Tim? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that just that just that just throws salt in the womb, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
0: Tim, it does.
9: <laughs> Don't you expect though, Tim, as referees? Do you? Come expect- on, Tim. You expect the coaches and players to know all the rules, though. What
8: the There's f- certain ones they We're should the know. Game. They should know because they brought it in a few years ago, and and I and I love Sid. Like Sid is one of my favorite all-time players, and I got a got I have a couple good uh, stories about him. But huh, you know he that. he said that, that that was a stupid rule. I I don't know. Is it stupid? I don't know. But the reason that they instituted it a few years ago was, you know, for example sid loses his helmet he's standing in front of the net and the rangers are just throwing you know bombs from the point we don't want a player to get hit in the head without a helmet on and maybe get seriously injured or have a concussion or, or maybe something worse that we don't even want to talk about so the reason that we you know we just started it a few years ago that players have to wear their helmets and it's not a Bad rule. It's safety for the players, but unfortunately, in this case, I don't think he understood that he didn't have to come off the ice.
0: Man, that's a that's a heartbreaker.
1: You know.
8: You know, I know I know you're a big Sid fan, Pat, and I heard an interview with him a few months ago. He was with the Canadian program Sportsnet, and they asked him. They said, "Sid, what is your Nipple? biggest threat?" And you know, I thought it was going to be maybe a Stanley Cup playoffs or something, and he goes. Or they said, "What do you think? What what would what would you like to change?" And he goes, "I wish I had treated the officials differently when I came in the league." And I was like, "When the guy told me that, I I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised because of the type of person he is. When he came in the in the NHL, he came, had come from the Quebec hockey major league, uh, uh, Quebec major league, and." He ran that league. He was Sidney Crosby. He ran the officials. He ran everything. And so when he came to the NHL, he thought he was going to kind of run us and, and you know, intimidate us. And he quick, quickly got put in a spot because guys have been in the league for 10, 15, 20 years. But he was young and immature, just like I was young and immature when I came in the league. And I was cocky and arrogant. And and But he recognized that years later. He's like, I wish I had treated the officials differently, but this is the type of guy. He is it was four, five, six years ago. I worked my thousand game, and when a player works, plays a thousand games, or a referee does a thousand games, it's considered a milestone. And I was never one, a uh, never a big autograph seeker and and uh, or collector. And but I remember later on that year, Sid came up to me. He's like, "Hey Timmy," he goes, "I heard you you're, you reached a thousand games. Thanks a lot." And I go, oh, "Thanks, Sid." I go, "I'm not a big collector, but I go." I really you know i love you I, I i'd love to have a jersey of yours in my uh basement and, and so you know i figured he'd forget or whatever and anyway that summer july august boom doorbell rings go open the package pat and there's sid oh, wow. and and, and on and on Can't win the first round. But. congratulations on a thousand games played and many more and that's but that's the type of guy he is because he went out. He got his equipment manager to say, "Hey, go find Tim Peel's address. I want to send him a jersey, and he's the best." And but I've got a funny story yes, from two, uh, 2013, and you guys cut me off if I'm rambling. But no, no, feed me Sidney Crosby stories. Yep. <laughs> Love so, this. So, am I allowed? How I am I allowed to swear on this show? You already. Hell you man. already did three times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got us fucking canceled three times already. You're a champion of the curse words, champion. there, Tim. Champion.
8: So, so, 2013, we're working in Long Island, and at Nassau County Coliseum, and there's a Marriott oh, right across from the parking lot there in Long Island, and so it's an afternoon game. The Islander fans, they're crazy. The New York fans, and they're they're tailgating all afternoon, so they're all tuned up and drunk at the game. We go into overtime, and I forget the Islander player, but he hooks it, and so my arm goes up, and I give Pittsburgh power play. And sure enough, Brooks Orpik scores uh, in overtime from the point. Everybody, Brooks A And and uh, and Pittsburgh goes on, and the, you know they eliminated the Islanders.
1: Okay, guys, those are the good old days.
8: So so now we need a police escort to get us from from the rink across the parking lot to our hotel. So there's like eight police with us and we're walking through and people are throwing beer at us. It's just nice. the, the comments are vile. So this one woman and she's got her kids standing there and she goes, she, all she's saying is how does Sydney's blank taste? How <laughs> does <Sydney's> blank <laughs> taste? And I'm listening to this and I'm like, you're a, first of all, you're a woman and just that's how much Jeez. That, that's how passionate those fans were and I'm telling you I loved I loved Sydney he's I was rooting you know what it's good for hockey like um, <laughs> the Rangers getting back in but I was rooting for Pittsburgh because I don't know how many more years they're going to be able to hold this band together yeah oh, we no. don't yeah. it's oh, no. not a
0: funny story you're back at square one here you know <laughs> talking did about did you respond
8: did you respond to this nice lady? Yeah, who said who was teaching <laughs> no. her kids proper shit talk to a ref? No. Yeah, no, I just ignored her and kept my head down.
0: <laughs> Sydney, um, fate. I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. Why was he? Why is your he's your favorite player? Is he a lot of refs' favorite players? Is it because of how he plays all of hockey instead of just one? And if you were to judge these teams that are left, is there anybody you think that the refs favor more than others as just humans and everything like that? Just you know.
8: No, it's no. He's to answer the first part. He's one of my favorites because of, you know, I'm looking at him the other day before he got hurt. And he's thirty six years old, and every shift he's going out there, he's still dominating, which is unbelievable to be able to do at his age. Like he he's skating the same way that he did five years ago, which I I don't get, but he's got legs on him like tree trunks. It's unbelievable, how... stallion, yeah. <laughs> stallion. And uh, but no, as far as the teams and and and. You know referees wanting one team owner or another it couldn't be further from the truth i saw somebody on social media when they when they were playing toronto and tampa and, and somebody said oh the rest are going to favor toronto again and someone said well how's that worked out for toronto they haven't got out of the first round in 18 years so you know <laughs> <laughs> we do not care we all we care about is survival making sure we are not the story of the game. And thank goodness, you know, the, all the Game 7s, there they weren't any controversy in regards to the officiating, and uh, we weren't part of the story. But the rest don't care who, who wins. That's the last. It's never been true, and it's certainly not true today.
0: Well, we don't no, – you can speak for yourself. Other sports, <laughs> there's some noted <laughs> – Shooting too. Mm-hmm. We got an over to hit. We got to stone hit. This guy better start shooting fucking better free throws whenever this guy gets the ball. <laughs> that has happened in the past, and I guess every official, that's like the that's probably the biggest slight that you can hear as a ref, I'd assume, is that you are not a fair ref or not a fair official. 22 years, did you ever get into it with anybody about your the way things have gone, or is it pretty much smooth sailing?
8: No, you know, you get into it with players on the ice because it's an emotional game. But, you know, I remember Brian Boyle, when he played for Tampa, you know Brian's playing for Pittsburgh now, and he was just giving it to me from the bench one night, and just and and then he came out the next shift and he goes, Timmy, he goes, I'm sorry. I said, don't you ever apologize for being emotional. I said that's what makes our game so good. I said, I said now if you cross the line, then I said I'll ha- I'll have to give you a, you know a penalty or whatever. But I said don't ever don't ever apologize for being emotional because we cannot... That's the one thing that we can't take out of any sport is the emotion. And there's a fine line between emotion and abuse, but you can't take it out.
0: Man, they were trying to do that in the NFL this year. It's a very emotional Mm -hmm. sport. They're trying to get rid of people's celebrations. It's like, come on, let
8: them... Like, I don't understand that. And you talked about, you know, uh, officials changing a game. You know, we're watching the Super Bowl this year and they had let them play for 59 and a half minutes and all of a sudden... We get that call with, what, a minute and a half left in the game. And, and I'm like, you know what? You guys have not been a part of the game. No one's talking about you. But now they're all talking about you. And as a referee, that you, that you never want that to be the case.
0: Oh, I love that you're judging other refs, too. I enjoy that. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick.
2: Tim. <laughs> Tim, video replay has been a huge part of the NHL for a long time, mostly to determine goals and what's not a goal. Did the puck cross the line, etc. Now it seems like it's being expanded a little bit more with goaltender interference. Obviously, they're looking at the you look at the play last night with Gensel was his was his stick above the crossbar? Was the puck above the crossbar? How do you feel about video replay? And as a ref, like when they went to the war room in Toronto and they overturned a decision, maybe you made on the ice. did that bother you at all, or was it like okay, good, we got it right?
8: Early in my career, it's a great question because early in my career, when they when they first started instituting uh, uh, replays for goalie interference, and and they overturned your call, you felt like you were embarrassed. Like you were embarrassed not to the fans or the players, but you were embarrassed to your bosses in Toronto and New York because you're like, you know what i should have I, I should have got that that call done in real time, and. But over the last few years, and I think social, well, I know social media is a big reason for this, is that we have to get the call right uh, because what happens is if we don't, eight seconds later, it's viral on social media. So it's imperative for the league. We can't have goals scored if, if it's offside. We can't have uh, pucks kicked in. We can't have goal interference. You know, that Gensel play... When it happened, I looked at my son and I said, "They're going to count this goal because there's, there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. Like we're talking inches, how close that was." Now, Rangers fans, with 50% of the people are going to say it was high stick, the other 50% are going to say no, it's a good goal. So, yeah, who cares? But you're about question, Rangers. I think it's. I think just the just basically because of the world we're living in right now, it's imperative that we have video replay so that we can get it right, so that we're not talking about it two weeks later how somebody got screwed because of an offside goal
0: or outside the Nassau I'll call you are not hearing you know too much right
8: yeah.
9: Yeah, yeah. go ahead AJ Tim was there ever any guys out there that you would like beg for them not to fight because you would catch some friendly fire every time they would get in a fight and you're trying to break them up or trying to you know control everybody else around them
8: no you know what I uh, I, I was on a, I did a radio show this morning with cam Jansen. cam used to play for the New Jersey Devils he was a tough guy and and i loved it when we had the fights and i know society's changed and that's part of the reason that we don't have as much fighting anymore but i was the i was the the ref aj instead of the line the linesmen are the ones that have to get in there and break the break up the fight so i was the pretty boy standing in the background with my pad of paper writing down who's all getting penalties so i never had to get in the way but you know I miss those days a little bit, but I also, you know what, society's changed. and But nobody seems to get up and go to the bathroom when there's a good hockey fight. Everybody's standing on their feet watching it.
0: I love the fact that in hockey, though, the fight is like an actual strategy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, you know what, the boys are a little down, a little flat. You know what get anybody going? Well, one of their friends just goes and gets in a brawl right now. Yeah. Hey, need you to get out there and just go fight their biggest guy so the boys will wake up maybe. If they might not, by the way. Might not work. Mm-hmm. Might end up losing ten nothing here, but we're down three. We need something. Like that was just a part of strategy since I feel like the beginning of hockey almost. I love it.
8: a hundred percent. And and even even for tough guys that would get called up from the American Hockey League years ago. They would line up beside Bob Probert, Ty Domi, you know the, the real tough guys, and say, "Hey man, you got to give me a shot here. I just got called up. The only way I'm going to stay in the NHL is if I fight you tonight." And Domi and Probert and these guys would say, "Okay kid, here's your shot." Or <laughs> Kelly Face or, or Tony Twist, and they'd go, "Okay kid, here's your shot. Take take a shot at the title." And and that's kind of a that's kind of the code. That's how much respect these guys are like trying to kill each other. But that's how much respect they have for each other. That they're like, okay, nothing happened, but I'll fight you anyway, so you can maybe stay up and earn the NHL paycheck.
0: I guess I think Rupper told the story of Chara. You know, Chara yeah. is an absolute legend, six foot nine, whatever he is. He he would go up to Rupper and he says I need this fight, Rupper. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, our team needs me to fight. And Rupper's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and then, like, the next period, like, Rupper, please, will you please allow me to fight you or whatever? And then they do it, and the whole fucking garden goes crazy. The team goes insane. Rupper eats a couple rights, <laughs> tries to get a couple back, and it's over. It's like, there's no other sport that has that.
8: None. No. No, it's unbelievable. I love Rupper. He's I, I think he's good friends with you guys. And I saw one of his fights the other day when he had to fight Chara. and I was like, "Man, you did really good on that fight." Like usually, Chara just destroys everybody because of his length and that. But Rupper did really well in, in those fights against Chara. He he was tough. Rupper Rupper was tough, man. But you know what? He was loved by his teammates because they knew if if any of them needed to be protected. He was the guy. And that's the great thing about hockey. All the enforcers, like, like for example, here in St. Louis, Brett Hull and Kelly Chase are best friends. Well, one scored 750 goals and the other Fun. made it might have had seven goals in his entire career and the all-stars aren't hanging out with each other it's the tough guy that protected this goal scorer for his entire career and that's why they're best friends it's unbelievable don't you think
0: okay i'm gonna get into it Sidney crosby greatest player of all time imagine if he had a protector that gave him three feet of ice every time he got the puck like it used to be back in the day
8: yeah you know what it's a really good point because you know you look at at what happened with him and Truba? Is that going to happen if Ryan Reese is there, or is, or Marty McSorley, or or any of the tough guys that used to play for Pittsburgh? Um, that is one. That is that isn't a problem, and it's a very valid point. Is that you know McDavid gets he gets run over, and and Matthews and so on, and you know maybe it's we can't lose it all. We can't lose it all. We can't lose that part because look at the Rangers. They felt like they got pushed around last year, and they probably did by uh, Tom Wilson and the Caps. And they went out and got Ryan Reeves. And I guarantee you, Panarin and Zabinajad and those guys, they grew about six inches in the dressing room because they're like, nobody is going to fuck with us this year with Ryan Reeves. And they didn't. They didn't get pushed around at all. So... It's an element that we can't completely lose for a game.
0: Yeah, and it's like quarterback with an offensive line. It's the same exact thing. Like, hey, you need one. I think the one needs the other, and the one understands that. But everything's changing. Everything's evolving as is officiating. We can't thank you enough for joining us, Tim.
8: Boys, thanks a lot for having me on. I really appreciate
0: it. Hey, stick taps for you, pal, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Peel. Hey,
8: hey,
6: Today's show is presented by Cash App. Cash App is the best finance app on planet Earth. It is the easiest way to send money to your buddies, and you can even buy pieces of Bitcoin or stocks with as little as $1. Oh! Keep an eye out for another Winter Wednesday this week with last week's giveaways. If you aren't on Cash App yet, go go use code McAfee for $15 as soon as you sign up. That's code McAfee for a free $15. Terms apply.
0: Hey, wondering why the music just cut off. Yeah, it was a little weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It might have been a song. I'm not 10% sure. You didn't deserve that, though, because the way you were reading that was great. Yeah, it's really all right. You know? Cash App, also incredible company. Yeah, the best. Man. Very thankful for Cash App. They make these giveaways much easier. AJ, you're fucked in the golf realm. Yeah. Um, that's tough. Looked very well. It is. Yeah, it is. You want to buy out 10 mil
9: right now, Cash? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay with it. Need to get that money in, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. He's gonna course. pull
5: it somehow. Yeah.
9: What do you got tonight? Practice? Yeah, some practices and stuff. It's uh, it's been raining today. It was like eighty-five and humid all weekend. I was baking. Beautiful outside so, today. We got that last night. What yeah, did? we
0: had that rain yesterday while we were golfing. You heard the siren kick us off the fucking course. Oh yeah, four hundred bucks. That was wild.
6: Which is interesting. Wait, I but how many golfers? Weather? Huh. I don't think it was NATO weather. It wasn't warm. Four
0: of us, four of us. It was a hundred bucks a person. I guess out there, not
6: bad. Hmm.
3: That was a good afternoon
6: for nine holes.
0: Yeah, hundred
1: bucks. I told you there. Wait, but you usually pay before.
0: No, they didn't tell us that. It was kind of implied. Yeah, right kind of implied. Yeah, we 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 paid afterwards. So that was where the That's weird. Yeah, we know. That's where the curveball kind of came. <laughs> four like, well, people course, play or was like go the cart? Did they charge him.
2: For how good we played.
0: go was just in the cart. And also nobody was going to golf because it was torrential downpour. So nobody would have went other than us and that was nobody else was out there really. It was a good get. It was a good hustle. Good hustle. Yeah, you got your swings in too. Yeah, I got yeah. some hacks. Good hacks. Are you saying you're not going back? No. <laughs> no chance. Okay. Guy was a nice guy. I like Yeah, he guy. was. Yeah. Guy's he managed good it though. It was a ways away. It was a forty minute drive. Oh jeez. Yes. Exactly. I mean it was a full there's
9: quite It was a good racket
0: around. by the guy. It was a good racket by the guy. Quite a person.
9: How did you become aware of the uh, the you know, this course?
0: Well, I've known of the course for some time. We were reintroduced to the course by tweet from Cuz who says, Hey, this course wants to be part of your your road to Tahoe, you know, and then Foxy chats with person directly. And it's like, Hey, I got you guys all set up. Then Nick gets there before any of us. That guy was not in the right position to make this call. He's (laughs) he's only worked there for two weeks, I guess, not even involved in the golf (laughs) side of things, but still was able to hook it up. We got out there. We got carts, got food. Got some beers mm-hmm. all set up. It's just us out there because there's like, you know, tornado warnings, basically orange dot over the thing. So we're having a good time golfing away. It's our it was beautiful course. It is a beautiful course. We'll not say it. was back whenever I golfed on it before they renovated, I guess, in the middle of some renovations. Beautiful course. Then we get drained, Then we get drenched. Sirened off the course, mm-hmm. and then boom,
9: $400 tab kind of comes in at the end.
0: It was like, oh shit, okay, should have known this was coming, I guess, but it was a good time. I
9: mean, what if you played 18? What do you think the tab would have been? Ooh, good <sighs> question.
0: thousand. Imagine if we're going to charge a thousand bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been amazing. Goops just <laughs> rode along. I don't think he even took one putt.
9: Back to your question. Why why not? Goop just doesn't like golf or what? Just, just big Bud. morale guy, AJ.
7: I mean, just trying to get the boys fired up, right. you know. Hey, Everybody needs a hype man. Bud We're lights and music. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why?
9: Can't beat it. Hey, it's it's not a bad day, Goop.
0: Those hey. Bud Lights, the one that I almost didn't I almost didn't finish. Yeah. I've been nine, ten bucks down. What? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> Foxy, Foxy shot. had
7: the sidewinder one. Yeah.
0: yeah, Foxy punctured a hole right in the middle of his Bud Light, so he had to shotgun it from the middle of the can. Yes. So he had to do this number. He had to bring it from both yeah. ends. It, it was, exploded in my cart. It's quite a scene. It was a good time out there, though. It was. would pay 400 bucks to do the same thing again. Exactly. Just with have like that letter force to yourself, $400, bucks. let us go. Now, we just have to plan out the storms. Right. Yes. And then try to get to a golf course when the storms are there. Then we'll know nobody will be there. Yeah. Pretty simple.
6: Pretty and simple. The guy in the pro shop too. I was like, ah, "Are we going to be okay out there?" There's a guy out all, all the bad stuff behind us. You guys will be fine.
0: And then we get on to the t box at nine. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like a truck horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're hitting this thing from the pro shop bo- or from the uh, pro shop or
1: whatever.
0: I'm like, "Well, I'm having a pretty good fucking round right now." Should just turned it off. So I'm gonna finish this. What's that?
3: The alarms. I've done that before. Not supposed to. Me? No, no, like the, the people working the clubhouse. No, they wanted us
6: yeah, to want get the fuck they
3: out of They wanted, wanted us to go their,
0: home. They wanted our money. They wanted us out of there. Oh, it, was oh a, yeah. it was a... So they were basically <laughs> pricing it then.
9: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Hey, hey, do yes. not, do not God, let, let these guys make the turn. It's on them
0: yeah yeah if we get struck by lightning yeah yeah that's definitely what it
9: was or it was ah, 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 let them know no more holes you should have oh, waited easy. around though you should have said we're going to wait out like once the <laughs> storm <laughs> passes and there's we've had 45 minutes of no lightning i'm going back on the course i'm not sure man i don't really understand the golf world as much that's why you
0: have quite you get an- used to it that's what You're i'm saying you it you have quite an advantage going into tahoe because that's all golf people you because do. it's what it's all the golf people. That's your world. You micro those shrimp for. That's my world. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah, I tell you what,
9: it's a part of a lot of people's world, and it's amazing, like how much of a part golf is of a lot of people's world. If you get good at golf,
0: I mean, you're immediately in conversations with incredibly powerful people all around the globe. You know, because people—that's yeah. what all the—it's basically what all the suits do, right? It's all the
1: suits mm-hmm. good yep. stuff. love yeah. golf. Yeah. Yeah. I
9: mean, I guess. Yeah, it depends. Because do you want to be – sometimes, though, in those circles, you don't want to be too good. So do you play not as good if you know you're playing with this dude who's you're trying to you know do business with, but yeah. the guy's Just, shooting 105 and you shoot par, do you hey, maybe I'll shoot 85 today? No.
0: Just real quick, we don't have that in our DNA. You hear me? You? You? Oh, I mean, I, Anybody in here? No. I don't have to worry about trying to play bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not – our. if somebody Kill wants him. us to play bad while yeah. they're playing yeah. bad, no, like chance. we don't want to do business with said bad golfer. Yeah. Okay, fucking get it together. Make better contact. Sorry about it. We're actually going to go to the next hole while you're still hacking away. Let's not – I guess reading the room is a good idea, but also, fuck you. you know, yeah. If you stink just it just play off. fast. Just Whatever you
9: do, play bag. fast. We play pretty quick. I feel like we,
7: we were there. That's also a thought of mine. I don't want to slow the lads down either.
9: Yeah, but you could drop a ball. You could be terrible. Like you could be horrible and still play fast, though. I concur.
7: My short game is very good. It's the uh, the driver that worries me.
9: Really? Yeah,
0: really. I
7: swing too fast. I can't slow down. So you swing too fast,
0: <laughs> but your short game's very good?
7: Well, I'd slow down the short game. Once <laughs> yeah. I get the big stick in my hand, I want to let it yeah. eat. Just well, I no, a bl-
0: electricity that could come through this fucking thing.
7: Sunday looks good weather wise, lads, if we want to get back up. <laughs> okay.
0: are we looking for bad we're looking for bad weather yeah. right now so we can get the course to ourselves so everybody'd be scared to get on there?
7: Well Saturday looks dog shit. Okay. There so you that's go. what we're looking for. But we don't want to be in the rain again, do we?
0: Well, that's what we're saying though. I think we would take the rain. <laughs> with an empty golf course <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, as opposed to no rain, yeah.
2: packed golf course. Did you, uh, did you ask the big guy about that, that secret course? See, no,
0: comment. no, I should. Jim he has been pretty active over the weekend.
9: I know, Does he have his own course?
0: He knows somebody that has their own course around here we should try to get on that one yeah tony, Stewart. tony stewart's tony uh, Stewart's got a cabela's for sale one hour south of indianapolis 30 mm-hmm. million dollars if you want it. it is not he probably has a golf course down Pretty there good. i right? would I imagine nah he, his golf courses are the lakes you know i mean there's just some land i guess that goes in between the fishing lakes yeah. True. how some people view golf courses you know what i mean but yeah we got to get on that private course i got to get good out there i think my game can get good is what i'm saying
9: i'm sure i think your game is good now you could probably get Really, really good. I'm what, what about, is, Between what? now and Tahoe. So,
0: how good are these guys that are that are good at Tahoe? You see them, you're like, God damn, these guys are good.
9: Yeah, like silky smooth, like on the range before and after, which is crazy to me. After. Like they are they after after. are golfers. I really, really want to be good. Like I I love to compete, but I'm not doing anything to get there.
0: Me neither. Uh-huh. Except for this net, I feel like yeah. it
9: was a hammer. Like in the it's moment. Working. I'm going to rise up, and I've had ten straight years in Tahoe where I have, I've been reaching for it, just haven't fly, found it yet. I'm eventually going to find it. This is the year. What is it? Twenty-five thousand. Yeah, one hundred twenty-five k to the winner if you win. No, I'm talking about from you to me. Yeah. Well, fifty including. Um, oh yeah,
5: charity too. Twenty-five thousand to mm-hmm. charity. charity as well.
9: Yeah. Good shaking
0: in his boots feel like you kind of been bamboozled here publicly because you feel like you're forced to agree to this?
5: Or no, why? because
9: yeah. you uh, proposed this live on air like uh, 10 days ago. So, And you accepted it then as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know I'm not in middle school. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to let you bully me. <laughs> but you accepted today. Yeah. What's that? You accepted today. Yeah. I solved all I need to see. Oh. <laughs> I got to get to that. I gotta get that. <laughs> uh,
0: let's cover a couple more things before we get out of here because we have to. At Top Golf in Atlanta, Georgia, when the Super Bowl was happening, we had a Wranglers shootout celebrity classic or something like that where a bunch of people came through. We're very mm-hmm. thankful for them. CAA helped us put it together. CAA put a bunch of people in there. It was very, very nice of them to do so. We filmed it. People did a full Top Golf round. We had standings. I mean, it was a big ordeal. A lot of people came through. We were very, very thankful. We might do something like this again in the future because of how electrifying it was. There was one man that stopped by who's quarterback for the Buffalo Bills at the time. Now, his agent would go on to call my wife a bitch at some point and uh, think that was okay. That got settled. That got handled. Was uncomfortable. But before that entire moment took place, Josh Allen took the tee box at Top Golf and was electrifying. Freak athlete. You can already tell just as soon as he picks up the club, uh, he's going to be able to do this. He needed to hit the back net at Top Golf for us to take the lead. And literally, as he was sitting in the Top Golf thing, he swung, he hit the ball, and it went to the moon, and he didn't even watch it full turnaround. How you doing? Are you not impressed? Type thing. It was a great moment.
1: Here we go. Yeah.
0: It was a great moment. It's like I love this guy as a human, as a competitor. But at that point, we didn't know if he was going to be a great NFL quarterback or not. At the time, had no idea what Josh Allen would become, which is one of the guys in the NFL. At Micah Hyde's softball game this past weekend, with a portion of the proceeds going to the victims of the heinous fucking. Terrible, despicable actions of one scumbag uh, at a grocery store in Buffalo. Josh Allen went to the plate with ill intentions on his mind. And look what he does to this softball, AJ Hawk.
1: Go on!
0: See ya! Run that one more again.
1: Look how high the ball is. Yeah. Back to back! <laughs> How you doing? Are you not entertained?
0: <laughs> Never got out, awesome. awesome. Dude. Six foot five, two hundred and thirty-five pounds, incredibly athletic, the confidence and moxie to be able to do things like that and become a guy in the NFL. He's becoming the prototype day in and day out. I fucking love that dude. That softball still going, AJ Hawk.
9: I mean, the, you can see the ball in the clip. It's, it's rising, too, as it's going over the – like, who knows? Where, I mean, it may be 200 yards over the fence and it's still going up. Like, it's – yeah, the guy's an absolute stud of, of an athlete. I'm sure he, whatever he plays, he's awesome at. Basketball, I'm sure he's a stud. Whatever he does, yep. he's winning. I mean, that's a bat flip before yeah. the ball even leaves the bat.
0: I'm Not I worried if it's going
9: foul or anything.
0: Has no, I mean, that thing straightens up, too. It was hooking a little bit, seems yeah. to stay straight. Let's assume he's a great golfer, uh-huh. great at ping pong. Jeez. The walk off. I
6: mean, Can- he still doesn't even look at it. Yeah. Like he has no idea where it went, winds up. He just knows he hits it eight thousand feet.
0: <laughs> that ball's still going. He's in five different conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, this was fun. Raise some money. Turn Buffalo around in the morale a little bit. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, hey, good to see you, Josh. Hey, right, it just landed. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. yeah, I was going. I got pretty good hold of that thing. What a what a time to be a Buffalo Bill fan. No, and you've got a guy for what, the at least next five years? How many years he signed for? Yeah, it? he signed
5: yeah. a six year 150 last 160 year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, last he's got year.
0: five years more. Yep.
5: Stud. You hope it's more than five. Yeah. Stud. Probably will be because yeah. that contract yeah. after this five years. <laughs> <or
0: something. laughs> yeah, and the Colts are going to pay him. Well, I thought you guys were getting to Lamar. <laughs> no, Colts. No. Maybe yeah. <laughs> you never know. Hey, he's becoming a golfer too. He took top yeah. golf onto the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love Lamar. That. I'm happy he's continuing to tweet. We need you on Twitter, Lamar. The golfing community was not happy with how he had a tee on the green <laughs> yeah. and was putting with a seven iron. <laughs> Let's assume Lamar will figure out golf in less than a month, and everybody will be pissed off
6: about it. And If not, he's just trying things out out there. You yeah, know? maybe that's his game. He did. No have a, he had
0: a tee on the fringe too. Yeah. Uh-huh. At one point. <laughs>
9: No, I like that he's posing for the picture putting like with a 7-iron. I know you could see the little blade. Well, I am the ball in front of the tee at one point.
0: (laughs) I love everything about it. Just trolling the golf community, knowing that in just a rather short time, he's probably going to become a guy at golf. Yeah, we'll pay pay, uh, Lamar, we'll pay Josh Allen, we'll pay whoever. (laughs)
9: It doesn't matter. Next year he's going to win the match. He's the
0: best. Wearing some he looks sick sweet, Jays. Yeah. T the the in the green is not a big deal. No, he's Just marking the ball. It's David. your ball mark. It's ball mark. Yeah. Putting with your 7-iron also not a big deal. No. <laughs>
9: Probably snapped his earlier in the round. Yeah. Somebody he, may have a gimme right there in the bottom.
0: It looks like that one <laughs> is, that not the is putt? a gimme. <laughs> That's safe. Or is that his putt? Yeah, I assume yeah. that, that was oh. his putt.
9: Mm-hmm. So what's the... Where was the ball then? Was on he putting the team? off the tee? <laughs> oh, okay. He's putting a backspin on it maybe? <laughs> no, yeah. it
0: was, he was probably, next to the tee. Yeah, scrambling, and that's where they put that thing so not, so they can mark it. Yeah, somebody already made the putt. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar, he, Lamar probably put it there. That's probably where Lamar hits him. Yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. sweet golf shoes, Oh, yeah, too.
9: close to the pin. For sure he won. Yeah, the
0: absolutely. Metal. He's going to be able to figure it out. Golf, what an interesting sport. One day he got it, the next day he's stinking.
3: you still playing barefoot?
0: Now, because I guess you're not as good of a golfer barefoot. I guess there is oh benefits God. to having grip. Yeah. <laughs> once that was explained to me, it kind of all made more sense. I was like, I put out pretty good vibes, though. You know, me and Mother Earth are connected before I hacked the shit out of her. I think she would appreciate that. Pretty good feel for it all. Yeah, but don't you slip a little bit? Well, uh, certainly every once in a while. That's one of the drawbacks, but I'm comfortable as well. Well, what you want to do is you want to get all the power from Mother Earth through there.
9: <laughs> I mean, you don't need to listen to them. Do whatever feels best. Into your...
0: I am. I'm doing it right now. I feel okay. pretty good. <laughs> By the way, my golf swing looks a lot different than it feels. Just what like, do you mean? Looks like bad much worse golf swing than it feels. Feels like a good golf swing. I, I think, think
9: we all I think we all have a similar situation there.
0: I was watching those shots that Foxy was filming from this weekend they were like pretty good shots. I'm like, oh I feel like I really focused in on some things for the swing. You know, the feel versus real thing is a real conversation. Looked vastly different. Don't care. Thought I kept my feet still, moved them a little bit, not as much as I used to. I still got a long time before Tahoe, too, AJ.
9: Oh, yeah, you got plenty of time. Your swing honestly looks good, though. Like, But I I know what you're saying, where your swing feels a certain way, and I know it looks nothing like what it feels for me, at
0: least. Yeah, I felt like I was a pro out there. And it was
9: like, well, that does not look like it. It it doesn't matter what it looks like. Like, I'm a field player, so I don't care about my feet. I slip all the time, like, whatever, I move around, like, (laughs) Sometimes if I'm trying to hit something else, maybe I'll hit, and I'll be walking off the tee as I'm driving. Yeah, but, but then also it goes, sometimes you'll skull it three inches off the ground, 50 yards in front of you, and Tahoe multiple holes in a row, and that's not a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trying to scramble. You know what, though? When you scramble and scramble in for a bogey after one of those tee shots, there's not much, uh, there's not much that tops that.
0: Yeah, but you can hit that golf ball 380, too, if you can yeah. hold of it. That's the thing. That's why they keep bringing you back, right?
9: I don't know. I'm gonna swing hard. Like yeah. Well they bring him back so he can tackle that, hit, that yeah, stooge. He can mm-hmm. people. How many you you tackle stooge ever you stooge tackling every day, of that tourney? Uh no, it's only on the Thursday Pro Am day that, that ever happened where those guys are posted up. I have been tackling him in a few years though. No. Tackle last year? Yeah, into the water. Oh, mm-hmm. No. Oh, did I yeah, we 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 brought it back last year a little like it wasn't a big that this big guy. of a hit, but yeah, we did a little COVID year you didn't do it. Couple years we didn't no like two or three years we didn't do it. They were like, Yeah, what are we doing? We did all arm wrestle, different things. Did you win? Shockingly, I didn't. I'm not a good arm wrestler. I had to I had to tire him out. I had Man, to hold him in. Never
0: would have guessed that you'd beat somebody that never trains.
1: <laughs> you know, the guy's
9: bigger than me, stronger than me, and absolutely is arm wrestling. Stronger way more than, than me. you? The dude's like two fifty jacked. You work out every morning of your life for some that doesn't random. I does not mean I'm stronger than this dude. He does too, probably but arm wrestling especially my right arm i got my my baby peck too i tore my peck so i just had to hold it (laughs) i had to post up and hold him for like 90 seconds get him tired and then boom. see ya yeah you just kind of lock it in there kind of locked it in there try to pull it tight do all the cheating you know get my hand my wrist over yeah yeah did you get it did you guys have the full table i think we grabbed like the edges of the table we each had a holding spot did you stand up or you sit down sat down then probably stood up as i was finishing it off oh yeah, yeah fucking take a seat pal how was the was it electrifying or no yeah try hitting a shot after you've been holding your arm up there for 90 <laughs> seconds yeah. that, dude, that, was, that was the tough part too
0: no more arm wrestling I'll, i'm undefeated and also i can't swing i'll tackle somebody though you want me to put my head through somebody yeah. no problem all right let's get the fuck out of here let's enjoy this life here let's enjoy this day we'll be back tomorrow big time guest tomorrow yeah, oh, yeah. hey Excited for it. Thanks to the guests for joining us today. Obviously, Tim Peel mm-hmm. from his house in St. Louis, Ian Rapport from his house in New Jersey. He's back to work. So, you know, he's back. There's some news. Okay. Contracts were signed. Yeah. Alexander, Jarvis yeah. Landry. So maybe this means there'll be some shit that'll happen in the NFL schedule. Yeah,
9: yeah. Hopefully. OTAs are starting. Like the stuff's going to start coming out of, of organizations. <laughs> More free agents still. Let's go. Plenty left.
5: Also, I'm up to something. Ooh. What?
1: Ooh.
0: What's this about? Has the season returned? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. So this is just like how winter and spring was here in Indy for a bit. The oh, season. Okay.
6: That's right.
0: How you thought it was happening, and then boom! Old man winter came through and said he ain't getting any spring. And then oh my god, spring came back, and then boom, punks Tawny Phil, that rat was right. There's more winter to be had. That's kind of what happened to Up Something season. Up Something season was happening, and then boom, a bunch of cold water was doused on Up Something season like, all right, baby, we're just chilling, 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 chilling. No up to something season. Then bang, up to something season sprouted up <laughs> out of that water that was doused on top of it even better and stronger. The seed had blossomed. And now, will up to something season come to fruition? I'm not 100% sure, but we are in the middle of it. And will there be a grand finale? Will there be a championship ending of this up to something season? I do believe so, but we are not out of the woods just
1: yet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
9: Okay, hey, AJ? I like up to something season. I mean, I feel like it's always... It's always there if we need it. Like, it can always talk back up. It's always there. It's always there. Always there. <laughs> it's always there. It really is. Always there. You're always up to something.
0: Always. You know, but what is worthy of up-to-something season? Bingo.
3: That's to your discretion.
0: Well, that's it's become a little bit more difficult, as somethings have been up to.
3: Are they, uh... <laughs> Poopies negotiation up to?
0: That is not a part of up to some oh, season. So I was hoping that would work. Poopies up some season is not negotiated.
6: No, unfortunately. I did get a follow up from Poopies guy saying, hey, where are we at? Where are we at <laughs> <laughs> So I like
0: think
6: you're right. I think Poopies is, you know, clawing for some cash right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I would love to support Poopies because of the entertainment that Poopies has given me. <laughs> right. But also the way they went about it, just not, you know, that's not how, we, that's not how I do business. Sorry that's not how it works, Poopies. Hey, he's
9: a young superstar. Everybody, you know, has to learn. But it's not Poopies. No, it's Poopies' no. representation. No. Poopies it's, doesn't even know we reaching out, I bet. Well, fucking, we'll find Poopies. We'll yeah. find him. We'll figure this out. For the good
0: of Poopies, we'll do that. But Poopies is not a part of up Some something season. No. <laughs> up something season, pretty large. Okay. Poop, poopies could be, I guess. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, I will say Poopies is not a part of up Some something season. It's pretty big, though. Pretty, pretty
9: big. What's that? You got any hints?
0: Mm. No, I'll give it away. There's like two, I don't know. All right, we're back tomorrow. (laughs) Everything I was about to say would be like, nah, not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not losing leverage there. Nah, not doing that. You know, got to do all that stuff. Probably smart. I think so. I mean, that's what people say the show is, isn't it?
9: Hopefully it's a game show that you're hosting. Ooh. Ooh. Like Tag or the other ones? Holy moly. Holy moly. Mm. That's Jed
6: Tessitore's thing.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not a part of that. Are they bringing back Hole in the Wall? Oh, so. what is that? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right, we talked about it yeah. a couple times. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: It. The shape they have to run through. I thought it was another one. No, you stop. don't run. Yeah, you have to stand through. Mm-hmm.
0: You have to stand. You have to be able to match the wall.
9: Oh, Diggs described a different show that was named Hole in the Wall to me. So oh, come I on. I thought it was that. AJ, AJ stop doing It's also this. a good one.
0: I'm not hosting any Japanese game shows <laughs> you guys are talking about. He talking about the sex Yeah,
3: ones. oh yeah, the, the local. I, gas I think station. he. I think he is talking about that.
0: You guys are a bunch of scumbags, I and obviously, you guys have to take up some season to a place it doesn't deserve to go to. Come on, guys. What type of toxic shit does this place have? Unbelievable. To what's the deal? We got interns here.
9: Yeah. What's the deal? You got Connor saying, "What's the deal?" Well, Seriously. We
0: just got one intern here. The other one's just hanging out, hanging out, just chilling. Well, I, to be clear, I'm fucking out of here.
9: Bring your friend to work, then. <laughs>
0: to be clear, I'm out here on Friday, so. Everything you're saying right now, save
5: it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't save getting it. a laptop. All right, it's hey. a new person I don't
9: know about. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, this is an, We have an intern right now, and he's he took Friday off and is not getting a laptop. You say? <laughs> well, we don't know if he took
0: Friday off yet. We'll have to find out <laughs> on Friday. But does not have a laptop. No, no, he's too qualified. Yeah, yeah. he's too qualified. Mm-hmm. Don't have a laptop. Has a PC. Sorry about it. Better computer runs quicker, and anime can flow through here. Exactly. Which one's right.
2: which one's sticking around? Is it
9: the cool one or the weird one?
0: Uh, All right. <laughs>
9: Do they know which? Who is who? If you say that. All right,
0: we're getting out of here. Okay, this is, this is unbelievable. I hate interns. I hate having them. Mm-hmm. I hate worrying about this guy. You know whether or not he learns something. I feel like this morning we put together a good program. Yes. Yeah, we did. He'll he learn something. It feels like he's going to learn something. Great program. Now, no laptop, day one, kind of a tough start Mm -hmm. in an internet business, but we'll figure it out. Mm
5: -hmm. Only up from here. Does he get college credit? Uh,
0: No colleges reach out to me. (laughs) I'm going to work on your (laughs) end. No colleges reach out to me, so I don't believe... This is life. This is a life credit that's happening. I guess I'm going to have to fucking pay him. No, internships. No, internships. I think you have to, right? I mean, this is why I don't don't dabble in this. Do I know anything about this world? No, No. Do we have an actual program for this guy? No. Did he show up with a laptop? No. Is it an internet business that needs a laptop? Probably. Yes.
6: Yeah. You can always go with the Gary Vee method. And after we get out of here, walk out there and be like, I'm going to need you to write me a check for $1,000 yeah. right now.
0: 380 bucks for today's work. 400 yeah. huh. Just like the golf thing.
6: That's right. And cover the golf. You cost. get
0: to come in here, do your thing. <laughs> and then you pay $400 on the way yeah. out.
6: Bamboozling right as he's about to go home for the Hey, night. hey
0: you're, you're sucking what You want to get home? want to get out of here? No big deal. Just
6: need All right. $400. Right
5: now. Preferably in cash.
0: Maybe. I don't think we'll do that, but something to think about. It.
5: Paying him in knowledge. But are we? I don't know. I don't know. Is yeah, he will learn cause,
0: something. Is he a doofus, too? We don't know. We will find we'll out. Well,
5: so far, <laughs> definitely.
0: No. I think well, he
5: didn't bring a laptop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, hey. Not even a book bag. <laughs> he's been either. asking good questions, though. He has. You no, know, a couple good ones.
3: Great questions. He's eager. How
0: he is, did
9: yeah. he get hired?
3: Not even a pen and a notepad, though. Same either. way everything
5: else happens. Yeah, I get asked a question, I pen. say
0: Yes. <laughs> and then it ends up biting me in the ass later. Mm. I'm happy about this, though. Yeah,
9: he's a loftier <sighs> guy. Seems like it. Huh? I mean, it seems like it's smashing success so far. It's day one, five hours in. Day one. Hopefully, he told his parents, hey, watch the show. They may talk about me and they see you trashing him
0: Well, his parents know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Do they? His parents are excited about this, I think. And he will learn. Yeah, he has to. Yeah life
9: experience. Yep. I like watching you really put a bow on it and make it positive. You
0: <laughs> to so learn more here than uh.
9: But Dude, I is.
0: fucking hate like this is a thing that I don't like, but I, this kid seems like a good guy. Everything I've learned about him, good guy.
9: But he's new, he doesn't know like how everything goes yet. It's probably hard to like retrain somebody. Else. No, this dude's a good, good guy. This guy's a good guy. Yeah, just be alive. Yeah. I
0: just don't like worrying about people though. You know what I mean? Like I don't like having extra people to worry about like, okay, is this person getting something out of this? Is this person doing something? Like I don't like, I'd rather like, hey, we work. Like we got a lean crew here. This is what we do, let's go. So everybody, I get asked a lot like, hey, what's it gonna take for me to work for you, work for you, can I work for you, can I work for you? you?" And I appreciate that, it's an absolute honor. On the follow-up though, I don't have enough emotional investment to care about everybody on whether or not it is working out for them or not because everything else is kind of going, you know? So I kind of hate that whole process. I hate I that it. whole process of the whole thing, you know? I get it.
9: Believe me. I Yeah, I completely understand Bad it. leader.
0: Bad leader. Hate it. Not meant for, you know, like, hate it. Don't like it. But I think this one's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Seems like great work ethic. That's mm-hmm. right.
3: Plus,
9: what Mitt. about the other one? Mitt's taking him That over one's leaving on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares
0: about the other one? Yeah,
9: he's just <laughs> chilling. Getting some jumpers in. <laughs> Mitt's got him.
5: Yeah, Mitt's got him. Mitt has been away. running yeah. Them yeah. through
6: yeah. the
3: 101,
0: oh, but He
5: did.
6: <laughs> right there's a delivery this morning and right away about first thing I did, hey, put those
5: fucking stacks away. All right. <laughs> yeah, fucking here, 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 those there. It was awesome. Getting to Pretty cool it.
0: to watch a little you uh, know Yeah. Mitt. Little 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 bit of emotion Mitt's, from Mitt. Taking yeah. charge.
1: Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Mitt's been the newest worker here for like two years now. So he's had to do all of the you know, like, hey, yeah, it's just kind of your thing. So now you know, I guess that is good news for the
5: new yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Baton is being yeah. passed.
0: Mitch just gave a big fist bump in the back there. Yeah, yeah I don't have to take out the fucking trash every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's gone a lot. Easier now, you don't have to
7: go uphill both ways to take the trash
0: <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, he did say that. It yeah. snowed every day I took you trash out the last so two lucky, years. Dude. <laughs> he was giving them a back in my day. Yeah. He was giving them a back in my day earlier. It's awesome. It's I unbelievable. Would love to see this. this is amazing. <laughs> uh, we will. Zito just brought, made a very good point in my ear. We will have to have the intern be at AJ's house for at least a week. Oh, that's, that's right. A, yep. To see how the other half of this whole operation. Yeah, I know how. Send uh-huh. him yeah. over. Because <laughs> if he's not, if he's not on that side of it, did he really get a full picture? And that's on me yes, to make sure this motherfucker's ready.
3: Actually, I believe they live in the same area. So. Yeah,
0: used to potentially, but like, no. it is on me to make sure to this know. one. Is all the way ready for the world when he leaves here? How okay. is he supposed to be
9: ready if he doesn't go to fucking Uncle send H's? Send him over. Listen, no point. Hey, send him to Columbus, Ohio. Hey, you want him to be well-rounded, have range. Guess what? There's a somebody who's getting back in town tonight who just opened up an HVAC company with multiple vans that this <laughs> guy can intern for. General Bob. <laughs> no. He becomes a plumber. That's how it works? You want to be able to do everything, right? Like, I don't hey, think we're gonna get really the field oh. that he is looking to get into. <laughs> yes.
5: Bob might be his professor,
9: though. I mean, that's.
0: Maybe. Yeah, he might be right. Does go to?
9: Just saying. Hey, he's an yeah, he's at Ohio State. It's Ohio State. He goes agree. to
0: the Ohio State. This guy. What's he doing
9: there? Exactly. Fuck. Oh, it's <laughs> summertime. He's
0: out. Yeah, there. That's school. a yeah. one. Shut up with no laptops.
9: So what the fuck <laughs> is the Ohio State doing over there? I'd imagine they give out like all their books and stuff are probably on iPads. Exactly. Hey, you're gonna do great. No, you, you guys out verbal tests. Again. We'll get him. I never had any verbal tests. His computer's
0: too nice. It's not good enough. You know, so he didn't yeah. bring it. Well, he would have to bring the entire well, fucking. He built a goddamn PC. Oh,
6: he did say he could go back and get the rig and transport it back.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we don't did have, have enough space. We don't have enough space for this guy's operation. <laughs> okay, we are not equipped for our intern, and that is a problem. Yep. That's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like doing it. Like. This dude probably knows more than we do. Now I'm supposed to be in charge of this
3: fucking guy? I don't know. Bill would come in early and piss all over his PC. Oh, yeah. Job security. <laughs> that
9: guy's got two good anime security. over there.
0: <laughs> Seems to be pretty similar to Bill, which is alarming. we got one Bill. Don't need two, but...
9: <laughs> What's alarming about that? What don't need I just two said. Bills. I need yeah, one Bill. Finally, don't want serial heads killers teaming I mean, up.
0: I think every operation <laughs> needs one Bill. I think you need one Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill's writing the code for YouTube right now. Yep. Yes. Putting the clips together back there, writing the the, um, the entire code for that website that we used to rip the clips. Mm-hmm. He's building a computer to be faster. Yeah. Yep. Scanning the anime. He tells us yes about yeah. the anime world, what's hot, mm-hmm. what's not, boppin'. about to get bopping. Boppin'. Yeah. Yeah. Watching Call that, Duty League. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. All the things that we do not have covered. are Huntsman fan. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Chicago Huntsman fan. Yeah. Billy has. What is that team? You have zero respect for fucking anybody that tries hard at anything. You're e gamers? Yes, the fucking huntsmen. The fucking cowboys are people all over the world that
9: work hard I don't know about. Well, in the internet though.
0: This is where you work. That's why this intern's coming. I don't work on the,
9: the e you know, I'm not so much I haven't dove into the e gamer side of the internet. Me neither, Me but either. Bill helps us. We are mm-hmm. one. Bill got us. That's AJ's homework. All
0: I know that. is Dr. Disrespect's probably best gamer, right? Is that yeah. says? Uh, Bill
3: Definitely. has a favorite athlete. I can't remember his name. Scump. 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 Optic, oh yeah, scump. scump. Optic Scump. Optic scump. scump. Oh,
0: so that's not even part of the Huntsman? His favorite player doesn't even play for his favorite team? No. See, that's what I'm talking about. We don't know enough about the world, but mm. we got one Bill.
1: That's right. I
0: think we might have two now. It's going to be great. We're back tomorrow. Hammered down be in about 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Do so I have to write an entire fucking program for this guy? No, 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 no,
1: no, no.
6: No, no. no you already did it this morning. I was going to say, yeah. He'll, he'll get his first dose right after we're done here. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty's excited for this guy's arrival.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: The editing of the podcast is all of a sudden oh. being handed over <laughs> to yeah. somebody else who doesn't have a laptop yet. So that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big right, job. Tomorrow. Huge job. Yeah. Huge, Huge job. Monotonous.
9: And you're going to trust him day one with that? Well, we'll no, see. Um, no, no, no. He He's doesn't even have a computer. He's a complete doofus, too. You'll be able to tell pretty quickly.
6: <laughs> Thank you for Which
0: that. Is good. You bet. Test one coming right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking make him fill out a, a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will. Now, end of this thing, we're having a full written exam. Yeah. Yeah. Yes! We get to put together an exam. Yeah. Hell yeah. Multiple choice.
5: Scantron, I'm yeah. Say,
0: uh, yeah, definitely multiple choice. Okay. There will be a couple fill-in-the-answers, though, and okay. it'll be mostly opinions
3: on people. Gotcha. Oh. I like that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, who was nicest to you? Yeah. do
9: Doubtful. Give doubtful him one of those personality tests. Highly doubtful. Tom was trying to run this
0: guy out of the building this morning already. No, yeah. I already, I already really. showed
9: him how to win bets, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if this dude, did, by the way, ha, can have zero other skills. Imagine if he goes on a three-month run yeah. of just picking winners. That's as easy as it could be for this <laughs> that, guy. That could work, too. Hey, let's
1: go, huh? Hey, here we <laughs> go. Here we go, huh?
9: What if, he's, uh, what if he's taking a dump in your private bathroom right now? He won't be. He could be. He's yeah. going to learn a, another lesson,
5: then, if he does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also good.
9: This is great. I don't like this whole
0: part of it, but this guy's worth it. I like I like the cut of this dude's jib. Oh, yeah. 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 Thus far. Hammered down 15, 20 minutes cut or so. Cut of the
1: jib. Yeah, I do.
0: I do. Speaking of cut of the jib, MCDC, cut a promo? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. How do we just get to This, this is a great closer here. MCDC has proved time and time again that he can cut a promo on anything. Whether it's non-kneecaps or shoe the Ford Herman or any coffee, however you need, whatever you need, Motor City Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions, can cut a promo on it. It might sound terrible. It might sound bad. But let MCDC stew on it and be a force to be a part of it, and he will find the positive. He will find the motivating. This is what 1 p.m. at 1 p.m. MCDC came out and said about the Lions having zero primetime
9: games. Any thoughts on the team being the only team in the NFL that should run a primetime game? Oh, that's
8: awesome. One o'clock games. That's awesome. That's great. Fucking awesome. One o'clock. You knock them out, you go home, you get ready for the next opponent. You're not waiting all day in the hotel, all night, you know, and then you go up. Now you're on a short week, it feels like. So mm-hmm. I got no problem, you know. And by the way, you can get flexed 5 to 15. So So who says we can't get flexed?
0: Huh? Wow. Week 14, how about them lines when we're 13-0? Huh? And oh. How about it, pal? How about... How about those other teams that have been able to be successful while playing in primetime games? It's like a short week every single week. I don't know how they do it. I should almost be more impressed with the teams that get primetime games and win on a regular basis. But MCDC's job, a head coach's job, is to make every situation seem like it is set up for your success. He has that ability in bunches. I love Motor City Dan Campbell, AJ. I
9: think it's a great representation of like having some perspective. Hey, we – it doesn't sound like garbage like he's just trying to to say okay yeah we, we got to well. I'm just going to sound positive honestly it, he's got a little bit of an argument here if we don't have any primetime games guess what we're going to have them because we're going to win games we're going to be flexed he's yeah. letting you know there a little like prediction almost like you guys are sleeping on us now you won't sleep on us later and yeah if as far as rest recovery preparation maybe they have a little head up on it maybe everyone's going to be crying that they don't want any more primetime games that's after the right. Lions go undefeated this year. Well, that's the thing. The Lions go undefeated with zero
0: primetime games. Everybody's going to be wanting to play at 1 o'clock. The thing about playing at 1 o'clock is you don't have to worry about walking around the hotel room and douche and douche and douche and douche, <laughs> douche, 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 douche during douche. the 1 o'clock games. I fucking can't tell you. We're playing at night. Why are we playing at night? We should be playing at 1 o'clock. I know Friday night lights is where fucking football started, <laughs> but this ain't that. This is 1 o'clock. We get home. We He's watching film on the next opponent immediately after that game. 4-15, the national game or whatever on Fox. MCDC's never heard of it. He's watching film on the next opponent. (laughs) Sunday Night Football, fuck off, Chris Collinsworth. (laughs) I don't want to see a Don. I am watching a film of the next opponent. Uh, Evan Foxy, this guy is able to motivate anybody, anything, even Lions fans, who had two wins last year. This is a win, right, pal? Bingo. I absolutely love this. I'm very surprised, though, that he didn't take the route of chip on the shoulder, no respect, and we're going to earn our respect, but He's happy. He, he did happy it he did without saying Let's it.
9: Go. I give him credit. He did it without saying it, though, Fox. You don't want, you don't want Dan Campbell to sit there and go, we have a, this is just another chip. And nobody likes and that gets old hearing people say that. So let other people say it for him. And he knows in that meeting room with just players and coaches, that's exactly what they're saying. How about when he puts the one up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody can see it. It's awesome.
0: This is what time? Eastern, not Central.
9: Right.
0: This is the game time. All 17 of them. We're going to be in a bunch of, like, 14 other games at the same time. The only people that are going to be able to watch us is just the people around Detroit. The people that are going to be calling the game. Not that great at calling the game. But we're fucking ready to study our next opponent immediately afterwards, man. Yeah. Wish we played at fucking noon. Wish can we put these games at ten a.m. like it's England, but it's in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I fucking want. And that's why MCDC is going to win up there in Hell Detroit. Yeah.
6: yeah, and also, like you mentioned, I'm glad that you know, even for these one. I assumed every game day he's waking up at six a.m. just slamming his head into the wall until the game starts. So probably five, five maybe. Oh, yeah, God. so six a.m. a
0: little late for those morning right? yeah.
6: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Being you I'm know, sure. so saving that extra seven hours of him slamming his head into the wall, we'll get a better MCDC down the stretch. How many
0: concussions are we saving? MCDC from getting from hitting his head Thousands. off the wall if it was a primetime game every week and said it's just one o'clock. That's what four or five hours ahead of us.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you guys think that he sleeps at all the night before the game is. Oh,
9: probably douche, douche, and ambient. Yeah.
0: What time do you guys wake up? 5 a.m., right? That's how you guys judge, like, who's waking up early and who's not. 6 a.m., kind of a weak sauce wake up time. What do you mean? Like, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Half assing it. That's it. You, you no, early. No, I don't
9: care at all what time anybody wakes up. You know that. Uh,
0: I don't know that because. No. You would try to alpha another morning person if you were to get into a conversation with the morning person about their morning routine?
9: Never, ever. I don't care about your routine. I don't care about what you eat. I don't care about anything. Oh, about I ate a lot this weekend, by the way.
0: I'm pooping still. I'm going to be pooping. <laughs> yeah. I'm going
9: to try to fast for the next three days. I burped up puke last
0: night. That's how stuffed Ew. I was. <laughs> I ate so much, I burped, and it was in my... Eh. What, what would about? you have the throw up? Everything. Piping hot Fasolini's did not make the cut. Oh,
1: oh. gotta get some
9: breadsticks from there. Babies <laughs> d- do what you did all the time last night. It's not,
3: not wrong. Yeah, but
0: they're growing. I'm at max A size. I, too, so. I feel fat though. I gotta start uh, waking up at 5 a.m. like hey, AJ Hawk. Oh, yeah. you know, hitting that, what is that? Ver- Versa Climber? Versa Mex? Versex. <laughs> yeah, Versaclimber. Versa Climber. Versa Climber. When are you putting the Hawk House together? Have we seen any designs oh, from yeah. that?
9: No, Zed sent me some stuff, and then uh, I just got a video from Same Tim, your dad, week. so tell him thank you. Ooh. Hey, no problem. What was it, the video the walls? Of the room, yeah, just like uh, all the way around.
0: Hey, don't be taking this as a joke.
9: I'm not taking this as a joke. Believe me, I'm, like I'm trying to get some at least pictures put together of what it could look like.
0: Well, this is our fitness, our life, our yeah, health, our future yeah. on the line.
9: Yeah, what if we move in there? It's not done because you were fucking around. Yeah. You're I mean, it's f- very real possibility. I don't know when that's going to be done, and I don't know about the supply Whoa. chain. Whoa. we Whoa. Next time you go to Saint, uh, or, uh, South Bend digs, talk to Mayor Pete for me and see if we can get some equipment here. I
0: don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Follow-up. Supply chain's an okay, like, excuse for somebody's birthday. you missing their birthday or forgetting to get them a gift, and it can be something that is real. But this gym that you've had weeks and weeks and weeks, uh, of prep and no if it's not ready in
9: 75 days are you kidding me it's dude it's your ass oh okay I didn't know we had that much time but it could be ready I, hey, I don't ten think ten it could be right. ready. what does it that has to mean? be. mean like, I fucking d- yoked
0: yeah, yeah dude are you not worried about our health
9: I am worried about your health for sure
0: thank you We got a good I'll logo. make sure we
9: do it right though I don't, don't just slop it together it's such a nice place
0: well we got a good logo for the Hawkeyes that's right we do. we'll debut
9: that with the Thunderdome's
0: oh. debut mm-hmm. Ooh. All right, hammer down 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm happy we covered everything we had to cover. Yeah. I'm going to go figure out what the fuck this intern's going to (laughs) do. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. You (laughs) are the best people on earth. Bye.